views expressed on the previous programs are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the Beasley Broadcast Group. It's I thought all the people who worked at Gator people hated the Gators like crazy. The biggest names, the best talent. Yeah. Remember, you You're listening like to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. I don't think about it. Miami, now they're all jumping Dale. on the bandwagon. All right. Um, how about those 15 people at the hockey game last night? Let's hear it for them, too. All Who? right. The 560 WQAM presents the Neil Rogers Show. People at the game. To talk to Neil, dial 5670560 in Dade and Broward. In other counties, call toll-free 877-785-NEIL or pound 560 on your AT&T and Verizon wireless phones. The opinions expressed by Neil, his guests, or his callers do not represent those of WQAM management, staff, or sponsors. Now, the Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM. It's Friday, you bastard. It's a trend that's sweeping the nation. Same-sex marriages. And now, you can find out about all the latest trends at the Same-Sex Bridal Expo. At the Same-Sex Bridal Expo, you'll see things that'll make your eyes and other vital organs pop out. See Ted Totley of Totley's big, tall, and very brawny shop for the latest in leather bridesmaid dresses for men. And the manliest of tuxedos for the manliest of women. The Same-Sex Bridal Expo can help you find the perfect honeymoon location. Preferably some state where you won't go to prison for what you'll be doing. And our same-sex wedding etiquette experts can help you get answers to important questions like who wears the pants in the family when neither one wants to? And how long do you have to stay married before you can start going back to the bar? The Same-Sex Bridal Expo. Come on out. Okay. It's uh, 10.01 at 560 WQM. Hey, can you actually talk today. How do you like that? Wow. But I don't want to overdo it. I don't want to, like, stress well, my throat out. We'll see when 1 o'clock rolls around how you sound. No, no. I'm, what I'm thinking is that maybe you do the show today, and then by Monday <laughs> after a weekend, I'll be fit as a fiddle. I need a little bit more warning than Doesn't this. Doesn't that sound good? No. Sounds like a plan to me. No. We got a dry run today on our uh, pick-a-pony contest. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we figure out how that thing works, we'll let you know. I was told that uh, in uh, previous contests, just Josh Cordes picks a winner using uh, some sort of a random system, uh, you know, chicken bones or something like that. Picks we a can, winner? Yeah. Because you were asking before how we're going to determine when people sign up, how we pick. No, no, the, uh, I'm not the, a winner. Contestant. A contestant. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So if we want to come up with a better system than uh, Josh Cordes pulling names out of a hat, we can. I don't care. Let him do it. Let him sure. do something. I'm sure he's getting paid some big bucks while other people are dropping like flies, man. People are getting fired like crazy. I have an email from the fake Joey Reynolds, and it goes on forever. It'll kill some good time. Dave Michaels fired from WIRK. I never heard of Dave Michaels. No, I have no either. idea who it is. Did you? Nope. I'm Anybody out there know who that was? Dave Michaels, WIRK, because the fake Joey seems all whipped up to a frenzy about this. But that's the nature of uh, the business. And the nation's unemployment rate bolted to 7.2% in December. The highest level in 16 years as nervous employers slashed 524,000 jobs, capping one of the worst years in modern history for American workers. Thank you, Mr. President, for the massive unemployment, for those grotesque gas prices for a very long time, which, of course, dropped like a rock. Thank you for the 4,000 dead American soldiers plus, which now when an American soldier dies, it doesn't even make the news anymore. Ah, that's old hat. You know, and of course, the hundreds of thousands of dead Iraqis, that never made the news. Not to mention the uh, dead Palestinians and the dead lesbianese. But all of these things just continue rolling right along. Let's try to be happy. <laughs> yeah, put on a happy face. 
Yeah. People need a little lift. They need a few laughs. Which I get, and although I got several obituaries. I got one emailer out there who does nothing but send me obituaries. Really? Yeah. Which is fine. We like keeping track of the dead people. And one of the things about that is that we're uh, delighted that it's not us. Right. We're here to talk about it, and they're in a box. 1,005 votes on the poll from yesterday. How do you like that? All right. No uh, no items in the view in the uh, neil at neilrogers.com. There's nothing in there at the moment. Other than Neil, which WQM show do you listen to the most? That's our poll question. I only listen to Neil, 488, 48.5%. Jim Manwich, 273. Joe Rose, 115. I don't listen to WQM at all, 85 8.4% of the people on our website don't listen to the station at all. What are they doing on our website? I don't know. What are they intruding uh, on our website if look, they don't listen to the this? porn? Yeah. The Big O is uh, 22. ESPN Radio 12. DA Damon Amendolara 7. And Dolphins Hotline only 3. Because I guess Bo Camper can only figure out how to vote three times. Dolphins Hotline. D d just a killer. So DA has to follow that and... He's got to be on at nighttime on a signal that you can't you can't even hear it inside the building, much less outside at night. That's what Clarence told me yesterday. By the way, Clarence, don't bother me anymore. You bug me. Every time he calls me, it's about something just annoying, you know. It wasn't a big deal, but it's just taking up my time. Don't bother me, Clarence. You bug me. You're annoying. You're an a-hole. You're an idiot. So, uh, do, does anybody out there know who... Um, Dave Michaels was no. from WIRK. No. I mean, we have this gigantic audience in yeah. Palm Beach. Sounds like another, uh, you know, fake name DJ with the two first names there. Like J. Michaels. Right. Like um, George Al Mi Michaels. George Michael. George Michael, yeah, maybe that's who this was. Well, the fake Joey Reynolds says Dave is alive and as well as can be expected after being dumped after 20 years in a number one show at leading South Florida broadcast radio station. We used to be a leading South Florida radio broadcast station, but that's a long time ago. I think it's coming up on three years, isn't it? Is it three years now, this month, that Jolly Joe has been here destroying and pillaging and raping? Was and not keeping track. And looting? Huh? Was not keeping track. Anyway, uh, Joey says his show was not for the faint of heart, but was also kind and respectful to those serving our nation and those in personal crisis. Well, what does that mean? I don't know. He was hard on those he knew were asses and nurturing to those he felt needed support. Dave at times had no heart. Other times he was all heart. It kept the listener on the edge of their seat. Wow. I thought that's a country music station, W-I-R-K. It is. Those brave enough to call in learned sometime the hard way they were dealing with a seasoned professional quick on his feet and sly like a fox. He worked alone, much to the surprise of most people. He played the sound effects, etc., like a virtuoso. Boy, this is one of the most ass-looking... Um, you, you think he died or something. He didn't die, I don't think. However, what led to his being treated indifferently, unprofessionally, kept in the dark like a mushroom, and slowly having one hand tied behind his back, then another, then his show taken away, then eventually the worst of all, his microphone shut down, and a cowardly involuntary, uh, involuntary dismissal was an ever-increasing so-called FCC regulations gag order, starting with the Janet Jackson wardrobe malfunction. Huh, can we relate to that? Yeah, I guess we can. A little bit. Dave had and has too much class to trash his former employer. His former employer had no such respect for Dave as number one radio personality employer, even as human, and the way they torturously and slowly killed the South Florida radio icon over the final year of his employment. 
They killed him. That's what this business will do to you. That's what Joe Bell's doing to me. You're killing me, Joe. You're a butcher. It was a sad, tragic, slow, agonizing, and water torture type death. It was classless. Do you have any idea what he's talking about? Nope. The real reasons for Dave's dismissal, in my personal opinion, are the greed of corporate America. Dave is in his early 50s, and it costs more to pay quality and experienced talent than it does hotshots interns out of radio tech schools. Health insurance cost alone can make the corporate headquarters accountant justify urging management to make cutbacks when, in fact, they're diluting the quality and individual uniqueness of regional radio. Corporate headquarters radio experts seem to want to have one station for the entire nation so they can reduce cost as opposed to giving listeners what they want. It's corporate arrogance and bottom-line mentality at its worst. Boy, this is just... It's almost over. You happy? Oh, thank God. Dave had a job all locked up again until... The greed of the corporate American banking, lending, and investment banks that have caused this global economic meltdown cost him his new job the day before his first broadcast. How do you like that? He was getting ready to start a new job, and the day before his first broadcast, you're fired. It did it. This is not an obituary. Dave will be back, but hopefully this serves as a wake-up call for the entire broadcast radio family of DJs, staffers, and even local management. Happy New Year 2009, says uh, the uplifting fake Joey Reynolds about Dave Michaels. Who I guess is real because I, I, I Googled him. Although I'm, I'm not really sure. It's one of those people like Johnny Dork. You know, there's mm-hmm. like a whole bunch of different Sure. Uh, Rick Shaw. There have been like a whole bunch. Sorry, Rick, but there have been a whole bunch of Rick Shaws. He knows that. Yep. What's another one? Johnny uh, Rabbit. Okay. Right? I don't know. Well, it's like a, it's like a industry name. It's an industry that's, fake that's name. That's right. And so there's a whole bunch of those people. So there could be like a whole bunch of Dave Michaels. I don't know. And quite frankly, don't care. But that was a magnificent email that killed some excellent time. And maybe maybe I'll look on an email thing and there'll be a whole bunch of emails saying, oh, Dave Michaels was this and Dave Michaels was that. Michael Corleone did this and Michael Corleone, Corleone. Let's see. Here's one that says, I hear communista in the background. Oh. Let's not go through that again. I don't want to waste another hour like we did yesterday about the signal, okay? It is what it is. It is what it is. You do anything about it. it. Listen online. Pee on the transmitter on the tower. The internet stream is fine. Listen on your phone. Here's one from the fake Barry Jackass who says Joe Rose is good in small doses, but I can't take four hours of his show, especially when football season is over. What Joe Bell should do is bring Defoe and Moe back, put them together with Joe to recreate the worst team. And also, why does everyone seem to hate the big O? I don't know. I hear he's rock solid. That's what I hear. I don't know, Barry. Get a life already. If I'm going to be expected to do more work for this Pick the Ponies promotion, I'm going to need a little more something, something in the check you're sending me, Neil. Thanks, big guy, says Josh Cordes. Fake one, obviously. Uh-huh. Maybe that's the real one. No. How do you know? I do. You do what? I know. Are you getting married again? I do. What, what are you yeah, talking about? I now pronounce You know you. what? I know that it's the fake Josh Cordes. Why? Because he... Uh... Because you got it. Because you got an email. Oh. Because it was in your inbox. Therefore, it's a fake email. Well, that was the only one that was in there, right. along with that other piece of crap. I have, not I have much, this Not flawless, much coming in there these days. Neil at NeilRogers.com. What? I have a flawless system. If it's in your inbox, it's a fake email. Not from Johnny Dork, though. Uh, as far as I'm, I'm concerned, telling you yeah. right now, that's right. the real Johnny Dork. All right. All right. Other than that, and the real Steve Sloan. Oh, okay, yeah, the real Steve Sloan. And I guess that's it. That's it. And the real Zisco, although I don't hear from him anymore. Right. We don't hear from anybody anymore. 
And that's the reason, the reason, part of the reason being they can't hear from us because they can't hear the damn station. What? But I don't want to spend any time on that today. Can you hear us? Hello? Hello? At least we're on during the daytime. Can you imagine being on at night like poor DA when they, oh. know they can't even hear the signal? Hey, maybe that's why. Nobody can uh, pick up the station. Yeah. That's why what? Nobody, uh, you know, listens. Maybe that's why we got a oh, point. Oh. Is that what you're trying to say? That's exactly what I'm saying, yeah. Twelve minutes after 10 at 560 WQM. The schedule looks like this on a Friday. We got the big O at 2. I don't know, Barry, why everybody hates him like poison. Mad Dog at Chula's at 4. Dolphin Knight, 7 to 8. Boy, that's an instant tune-out. People, people put hammers, ball-peen hammers through their radios when that thing comes on. Then from 8 to 11, DA tries to follow that. Greg don't like us from 11 to 1. Greg Likens. And then ESPN Radio. It's Fatwa Friday, you bastard. I'm giving you a summons for speeding and a ticket because your taillights burned out. Thank you, officer. You at-fate pay. Hmm? Well, have a nice day. This teenager didn't get into more serious trouble because he knew Pig Latin. And now you can, too. Thanks to Learn at Home Pig Latin Tape. Yeah, but why should I learn Pig Latin? Because it helps you in all facets of your daily life. At home. Uh, Mom, uh, my girlfriend Sally is, um, eggnant prey. Uh, that, that's nice, dear. At work. I dropped this Erger Bay on the Orflay. Nice job. Learning Pig Latin can even help you at school. Uh, my odd day ate my homework hay. Wow, I never knew how important a second language was. <laughs> well, now you do. And Learn at Home Pig Latin tapes are so easy to use. You can learn to speak fluent Pig Latin within months or your money back. Over our Ed Day Odyssey. I'm sold. Get Learn at Home Pig Latin tapes today, and tomorrow you'll say, That's cool. No, that's okay. <laughs> okay, 1018 at 560 WQM. I'll tell you one thing that Dave Michaels must have been a really popular guy in Palm Beach because the only uh, comment I've got is from the fake very jackass who says, I haven't heard Dave Michaels, but I hear he was the Neil Rogers of Palm Beach after Lee Fowler died. Okay. He was the Neil Rogers of Palm Beach. Okay. I, I, I read a lot of similarities in that story about how they systematically destroyed his show and they tied mm -hmm. his hands behind his back and they did this and bada beep, bada boop, bada bop. I don't think there was any such person as Dave Michaels. You see what know. I'm saying? Yeah. I think the fake Joey Reynolds made the whole thing up. I don't know. Because uh, Barry, who's uh, all over the radio dial like Stink on Joe... He just, uh, he says he never even heard him. And then there's no other, there's nothing else in that email thing about him. If he was so popular, I mean, don't we have a couple of listeners still in Palm Beach where they can hear the station? I would imagine. No. Evidently there's not. A, there's a DaveMichaels.com. Yeah, and what is it, well, who is it about? <laughs> Dave Michaels. No, but I mean, what, Dave what is radio it? radio pitch, today's radio news, inside radio, uh, all access radio, uh, go on the air. I saw that. Yeah. That looks like that right-wing goofball David Citron, who uh, claims to be a South Florida radio expert. Dave Michaels, Atlanta Talent. Atlanta. Personal Insight. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I mean, there, there are. There are a lot of Dave Michaels, as you mentioned. See, I told earlier. you that. It's one of those. It's like Jay Dave Michaels. Michaels. news anchor when Jay Wikipedia. KABC-TV Los Angeles. Wow. Welcome to DaveMichaels.org blog. Yeah. Well, nobody knows who it is. Uh, yeah. MySpace page, 36, Saratoga Springs. Oh. Well, that ain't the guy. Oh, wait a minute. Here we go. Alice Rantel. Didn't you and Stan work with Dave Michaels at WINZ? No, we did not. That was Jay Michaels, not Dave Michaels. Get it right, Alice. Straighten it out, you queen. 
Here's one from Gregory Esquire in Opalaka. A good friend of mine listens to you, has pestered me for years to try you out. So this morning, I tuned in, and on the morning after one of the greatest college football games of all time, <laughs> you're talking about childish nonsense. Everyone I know is having celebrating the Gators. I don't give a flying crap about the Gators, okay? And I'm going to tell you right now, I watched a fair amount of that game, and if Oklahoma had any cojones, they would have, would have just smashed them. They keep driving down the field. Don't tell me about great defense. They keep driving down the field, taking up chunks of yardage at a time, and then they get inside the five-yard line, and then they run the same stupid uh, play. One of the plays, uh, one of the Oklahoma players tackled his own running back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and everybody... Try. You need to learn a little about radio, sir. I don't give a crap about the Gators, okay? If that's all you know is being a bandwagon jumper on that phony bunch of rednecks up there, go right ahead, be my guest. Today is the first and last time I'll be tortured with your gibberish. <gasps> Gregory Belmore Esquire, Opalaka. Well, screw you, Gregory. Opalaka? Up your ass with a piece Esquire of glass. Esquire and Opalaka? Yeah. Esquire my ass. <laughs> and here's a perfect follow-up to that. <laughs> Literacy study: One in seven U.S. adults are unable to read this story. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. I believe that. Yeah, everybody in the world is talking about the Gators and about the game. That's why we're not getting no uh, emails. That must be it. Because we're supposed to be talking about the Gators winning the national what, championship. What's to say? They won. I mean, they that's, won. That's the whole problem over, with sports okay? talk. What's to say? Yeah, turn into a sports and nerd station. Two teams okay, played. Man. One team won. The end. That's right. The other one lost. It's over. It's over. It ain't over till it's over. But guess what? It's over. over. All these people, all, all 50 people that went to the Panther game last night, and by the second period, they were all gone because they had to go home and watch the Gators. You know, this is the thing that cracks me up, is that there's this allegedly phenomenal rivalry, this hate, this deep-seated hate of the Gators in South Florida because they're not the Canes or right. even the Knowles or what, you know. For years, that's all I've been hearing. We hate the Gators. Right. And now they get in the national championship game and then no less win it because Oklahoma played like a little girls team inside the 10-yard line. And... uh and now all of a sudden, oh, you should be talking about the Gators. Go talk to somebody who cares about the freaking Gators, okay? I don't. Chubb and Dreard. The International Committee of the Red Cross had, uh, yesterday had discovered shocking scenes, including small children next to their mother's corpses, when its representatives gained access for the first time to parts of Gaza battered by Israeli shelling. According to a report today in the International Herald Tribune, it accused Israel of failing to meet obligations to take care of the wounded in areas of combat. Well, it's slaughter, and why, why would anybody care about that when the Gators right. won the game? The Gators won the game! They won the national championship! Oh, God! Even George is speechless about it. <sighs> Here, now, that was on. good, though. That was a good email. I liked it. Mm -hmm. Keep that crap coming. And by the way, there is no such person as Dave Michaels. I'm convinced of that, because if there was, we'd, we'd already had something. If he was as popular... Here's one that says, good morning, question for George. I have another child on the way. I've decided to take the big snip. My wife is concerned she may want another child in the future. Can the big snip be reversed if we decide to have another one down the road? Thanks a lot. Nervous as F. The answer Ron. is yes, but it's not 100% guaranteed successful. It's like 99% guaranteed successful. Yeah. The reversal. She wants. She might want to have another one. Right. Tell the bitch run, to cut the crap. Run, get the snip, and then run like a. That's right. Bitch. Get the snip, and then if she wants to unsnip you, then say, "Get lost, bitch." That's the way to do it. Mm -hmm. Oh, you should be talking about the Gators. Don't you understand? That's all anybody cares about is the freaking Gators. Who's gonna play this on endless loop all day long? How's that? That's right. Let's make them play happen. the uh, Gator crap. Gator droppings. 
Is that the Gator Ride? I don't even know what they're saying. Yeah, it's means. a Gator Munch. It's the Jaws theme. Got it? Skaters have Jaws. Go. Oh, Gators. is that it? Clever. Very creative. Yeah, I don't have any emails in the box, and that's because we're not talking about the right crap. Yeah, learn something about radio, mister. <laughs> learn something about... I don't want to learn about radio. I'm learning the hard way. I work for Joe Bell. I'm learning about... Although that's not nothing to do with radio, but nevertheless. Can you believe there is not one email in there? Yeah, I believe it. About Dave Michaels and not one email in there about the Gators. I'll uh, send you one about Tim Tebow here. I'll... Uh... I don't care about Tim be freaking fake, Tebow. Uh, be a fake emailer like I couldn't care less about Tim Tebow. And he's ugly anyway. Quarterback for uh, Oklahoma looked pretty good there last night, but the only problem is every time they got inside the uh, five-yard line, they'd, they'd fall all over each other. It wasn't that it was great defense. It was just totally inept and unimaginative. And, oh, that thing that Oklahoma does, it's even worse than the Sandy Payton Manning. Every play where they have to, like, come up to the line of scrimmage, and then all of a sudden they back away, and they all look over to the sideline. Oh, well, what do we do now, coach? What do we do now? And then they go back up there, and then, uh, you know, running back trips over his own guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just just annoying as hell. That, that's the new deal now. Go up to the line of scrimmage, and then, like, back away, and uh, run away, and uh, start acting real spastic, and, fly, you know, and uh, whip your hands all around. And act like a goofball. I'm going to tell you something. We have reached um, critical mass. Critical ass? Critical ass on our uh, on these emails. There are none. Is that possible? Of course it is. There are none. Look, even and these, these the, lifeless the Reynolds videos. sabotaged right. the show this morning with all that crap about Dave Michaels. I think you're right. Yeah, because that, that tuned the audience right over to the sports guys because they're talking about the Gators. Biggest name. Wrong with the best talent. This is Neil Rogers. 10.31 at 5.60 WQM. Anybody alive out there? Can you hear us? Well, you're not talking about the Gators. What to say? Ben says, what's your take on the Gator game? Were you happy with the outcome? I couldn't give a crap less, Ben. <laughs> and I'm not going to pretend that I do. Uh-huh. How about taking some calls to discuss? Might liven up your show, says Ben. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm hey. your friend. I'm your friend. Gators won. I'm your friend. Might liven up your show. Liven up your ass, Ben. Stick it. Stick it and lick it. Juan says, Stoop sabotaged his team against that smoke and mirrors gator defense. I think also that the big O deserves more criticism and ridicule. He is a buffoon. Rock solid. A buffoon, says Juan. Stoops blew it. I don't even know who Stoops is. Is he the coach? Is he the quarterback? Mm. I don't know who that is. I don't. Do you know who that is? <laughs> yeah, right. Have we I mean, met? Do we I think know each other? to a new low with all his gator droppings. We hate the Gators. They really suck. I, I just, I don't get it. Well, I do get it because it's a front running, you know. All of a sudden, mm. everybody in Florida is a big right. Gators fan. If it would have been like uh, Central Appalachian State, then it would have been a different story. But it was the Gators. I tried to watch quite a bit of it, but I just, I couldn't get into it. Like I said, Oklahoma keeps driving down the field, these fantastic drives, just great passing. I mean, like, uh, like a real team, almost like a pro team, passing the ball. And then they get down there inside the uh, 5, 10-yard line and like, oh, jeez, what do we do, coach? Hey, coach. I don't care about it. Mike says, tuned in toward the end of Joe's show, I think I heard one of the best sport hole calls ever. This closet queen called in and said, Tebow looked so cute sporting the John 316 under his eyes in the game. <laughs> what? I almost peed on myself, <laughs> says Mike. Have a great weekend. You too, Mike. <laughs> He looked so cute sporting the John 316 yeah. under his eyes. They're very Christian, that family. I got news for you. Tebow never looked cute. 
He's ugly as sin. And I, I didn't see the end of the game, so I have no idea how they pulled off that big. And I don't, like I said, I don't care. I don't care. Call up one of the sports nerd shows. There's about a hundred different sports talk stations. And guess what? Speaking of the big O, guess where he's going to be next week? I took a peek, a, a sneak peek at next week's schedule. He's yeah. going to be at the East-West Shrine game next week, the big O. Oh, my God. How do you like that? Okay. For all you jock sniffers out there. I mean, oh, here you go. Jim Defetus says, I'm surprised you haven't heard of Dave Michaels. Well, guess what? Neither is anybody else, evidently. Dave was arguably one of the best on-air talents in South Florida. His quick wit and way with fans and listeners kept many tuned in. He truly loved what he did, had an overwhelming talent for making people smile and keeping them entertained. He raised the bar and took risks. And along with those risks came great rewards in the form of dedicated fans who would tune in nightly to see what annex he would pull out of his comedic bag of tricks. And yes, sometimes he was harsh, sometimes mean, and sometimes just plain outrageous, but that was the beauty of it. It wasn't just another carbon copy, take your dull request and play a slow song format. It was original and unique, says the fake Jim Defeatus, who sounds to me just like the, the, uh, fake, the, the uh, fake Joey yeah, Reynolds. Yeah. Here's one that says, good morning, sir. First, death to the Gators. Second, I have listened to Dave Michaels. Not bad. Had a good following. Was funny at times. Actually took requests, says Sergio in West Palm. How do you like that? It only took us a half an hour to get a response on that. Here's one. Says, used to listen to you in the Bahamas for years, just picking you up in the U.K. Great fun. How is the guy from Lutz? Remember him? Yeah, we remember him. How is the guy from Lutz? Who knows? Oh, here's one. I like this. This is the best email we've ever had. Short, right to the point. It says, there was a game last night? <laughs> Excellent. 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 Oh, yeah. Here's one from Obese Hank. Uncle Neil, weren't you inspired by Tim Teabag's Bible verses that he painted on his face? Did he really have Bible verses painted on his yeah, puss? John 3.16. You know how they put the grease uh, under their yeah, eyes there? Right. He had John 3.16 written under there. I bet you had a little grease on his... Rectum. Don't surprise me for the after-game celebration in the locker room. Oh, here's one in French. Je vous prie bien vouloir m'excuse. Yeah, it's one of those, uh, you know, I have a zillion dollars for you somewhere in the uh, in Nigeria, but this one is in French. That's, I think, only my second one I've ever had in Frog. And that's it. That's our emails. Neil at NeilRogers.com. Why don't you take some calls about the game? It might liven up the show. No, Ben. No. I don't want to hear about the frickin' Gators. God. There, there's something really wrong. Well, you already know that. Of course. I've been telling you for years. Something really, really wrong Get a wrong life of there. your own. If you have a life of your own and things going on, then you won't care about what other people are doing and games other people are playing. I, I watched uh, quite a bit of stuff. I watched the least a little bit of that get embarrassment in Montreal, or here, with Montreal get pounded. I didn't see any of the Panther game with the 14 people that I read were there who uh, all left at halftime. At the <laughs> halftime, yeah. See, I don't know about it either anymore. I don't care. Do you know what a halftime is at a hockey game? There isn't any. I know. Do you know that? I've been to hockey games. For free, of course. Free tickets. We love the Panthers. They're really hot. Ya -da 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 -da. But we had to leave the game because we had to go home and watch the Gators. There is something truly and very incredibly wrong with the sport hole nerds. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, see, I'm not like you. I would get all bent out of shape about people watching ball games. I watch tons of them. Yeah, I'm not bent out of shape. It's got nothing to do with me. But, but the obsession 
the fanaticism, the painting the face, the whole uh, the whole song of the dance. It's just to me like, I, I don't know. Like in Buffalo and all these other cold-weather cities where the guys uh, at football games are running around half-naked, you know, with mm -hmm. their chest painted with the colors of the team, all that crap. Unless, of course, they're cute. Like Tim Tebow with those uh, tea bag, with those Bible verses under his uh, cheek. Maybe he had the Bible stuck in his... Rectum. That can't hurt. That's what I've heard. Maybe that's what brought them luck. The Lord likes it when you stick a Bible in between your cheek. Rectum. Right. 1,054 votes on this godforsaken poll. Oh, wait a minute. This this one's back about Taco Bell. I bet you were licking your chops when you saw all the Taco Bell commercials in last night's game. No, I didn't watch any of the commercials, and I didn't see any Taco Bell. And all, all this all this insanity about Taco Bell because I said I like it. Did I go there yesterday? No. Am I planning on going there anytime soon? No. I like it. I'm not going to apologize because I like Taco Bell or because right, I like too. the Red Lobster here, which happens to be very good, as opposed to the ones down there, which um, suck. I hated Red Lobster for years, and I finally got talked into going to the one here, and it uh, turned out many months ago. It turned out to be pretty damn good. So if you don't have something good down there, don't bellyache to me. Just like that uh, Mickey D's, that uh, black anus burger with the cheddar and bacon. It's damn good. Oh, jeez, but you're always talking about the great food in Italy. Oh, yeah, right. It's just like you say, critique and complain and meh, meh. And it never stops. It never ends. John says, I agree with you 100% about Oklahoma. St snap the freaking ball already. They were driving me crazy. That's why I hate Peyton Manning and the Colts. Same thing. Yeah, every play, it's like, oh, oh no, let's not do this. Let's, oh, and let me talk about this, and let me go over here and, uh, oh, stop. Get in a huddle, call a play, and run it, and just quit the crap. It's enough to give you a freaking nervous stomach. My daughter goes to UF, and I got her a ticket to the game for Christmas. Best present she ever had. I'm very happy they won. I'm not going to be a chronic emailer, but I figured since you didn't have any today, I thought I'd write. Thank you, John. You're the only one. You're the only one in that thing right now. That was it. All these experts. Oh, everybody in the world is talking about the Gators. Even in the Gaza Strip, they're talking about the Gators. They don't care about the starving people and about the uh, mutilated babies and all these other things. They don't care about these things. All they care about is the effing Gators won. And you better get your priorities straightened out, mister. Not me. Hey, I said go Gators yesterday. I did, yeah. my, I did my duty. Did you, like, uh, kiss your Tim T uh, Tebow blow-up doll? Uh, like Before, you wouldn't believe. and after the game? Like you wouldn't believe. I greased he it up. He looked so cute, I heard. I painted John 316 under his eyes. So Maybe at first, but I doubt it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Hurricane f***ing blow. Can't beat that gator meat. Lesbians. They're everywhere. In the movies, on TV, and now they have their own theme park. Butch Gardens. When you step through the closet doors at Butch Gardens, you're heading straight uh, directly into a new world of adventure. Visit our wild sex life preserve, where you can spend the day doing actual lesbians from the safety of your car. Hey, kids, watch this. I'm going to give her a banana. Ooh, and once your stomach's calmed down from that experience, why not spend the day in the Butch Gardens Alternative Amusement Park, where all the rides are battery-powered? Okay, kids, what's it going to be? The Tilted Girl, Lesbos of the Caribbean, or the Rug Buncher? And when you're completely satisfied, why not have a cigarette and relax at one of Butch Garden's laid-back restaurants? Okay, kids, now we can get barbecue at the Flamer, or we can get seafood at the Bearded Clam. Bearded Clam! If you want to experience something entirely different on your next vacation, Butch Garden's is for you. 
There was a game last night? What? That, that was the best email I've ever yeah. had in my life. Congratulations, whoever that was. 1045 at 560 WQAM, your sports obsessive and obnoxious and disgusting station. Oh, we got the Canes and Boston College basketball tomorrow. We, we got games that haven't even been scheduled yet, with players that haven't been born yet, with coaches who haven't been hired yet, with balls that haven't been sewn yet. How do they make footballs, I wonder? In a factory? Oh, but seriously, have you ever, I bet you never thought about that. Sure. I think about everything. Yeah. What about Ali it? Sherman used to be In real nervous factory. about that because Jewish guys, and also Marv Levy. Jewish guys aren't supposed to get too close to that pigskin. And Abe Gibran. Hey, we asked the Rebbe. Abe Gibran was Jewish. What? The Rebbe made the ruling. You're allowed to touch it and use it. You just can't eat it. Oh. What about the football? That, too. Paul Castronova, the fake one, says, I listened to Dave Michaels before and even lifted a few bits from him. Oh, this might be the real one. He was pretty good, but turned nuts toward the end, almost like Don Cox. Was he nuts toward the end? Don don't Cox? Know. Don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't know. Oh, I was a good buddy. Party with him. Party. Yeah. Yeah. I bet they had a big party after the uh, Gators game. I heard there was a game last night. I'm there, sure. There's something absolutely just, I don't know what it is. Devastating going on. Devastating. I, I, I think the Chinese phone book is the answer. Oh, here's one. They're coming one at a time today, the emails. I got one from Brandon. <coughs> Say all you want about Tim Tebow. He does a great job at circumcising children in the Philippines. Maybe you should <laughs> give him a call. But what does that mean? What are you laughing his, uh, his family are all missionaries, so uh, that actually He's might be accurate. in the missionary position? Mm-hmm. Oh. Lawrence says, chronic regular Lawrence. Well, thank God for him. A lot of you emailers, you better get with it, boy, because we're pretty damn lonely here on the email. Neil at neilrogers.com. It's one thing to beg for calls. It's another thing to beg for emails. I don't even, th I never dreamed I would do that. Did you? Nope. Never dreamed it would get to this point. But we're close to the end, Jolly Joe. We're close to the end. Lawrence says, my nine-year-old son's school allowed the kids to dress in Oklahoma or Florida colors yesterday. And today, those whose team won were allowed to wear the team's colors again. This is pretty good school academically, but this was a bit much, he says. My son went to school in his usual uniform yesterday and today, since neither he or I had any interest in the game. In fact, this morning he asked me who won, and I realized I'd completely forgotten the game was being played. Oh, come on, Larry. I never turned on the TV to watch it or even the sports portion of the newscast last night. I didn't know the outcome until I turned on QAM this morning and heard all the important sports updates. So my question is to the, is this to the so-called Gator Nation, especially those fans who didn't even go to the school, how does this make your life better unless you want some dough and a bet? And my prayer for the day, God, please protect me from your followers. Amen. So there was like a religious overtone to this crap? Isn't there Last always? Night? Isn't there always? No, not, not like, uh, not on the players' uh, faces and stuff. Bible verses under the cheeks? The Tebow family is very Rectum. from, as they say. As from, you say. yeah. Yeah, they're, they're like missionaries. They're a bunch they're of fanatical religionists, yes. so that's yes. all the more reason Oklahoma should have won. Even though who the hell wants the freaking Sooners, you know? 1,063 votes on that poll. I might change it one of these hours. I don't know. Nobody seems to care. This is uh, one hell of a way to go out. I'm telling you, for five years, too. we got four years more and uh, 11 and a half mm -hmm. months. But I'll keep showing up. You'll You'll see. I'll keep showing up. Okay. 
Brandon says, could care less about that game last night. However, it did affect me. Because of massive flocking to Dolphin Stadium yesterday, I got stuck in traffic. Traffic on 595 in the Turnpike was backed up for miles. What usually takes me 30 minutes About 30, man. to drive took 95 minutes. And it makes no difference taking an alternate route because the surface streets were just as bad. It was like a zoo, like a circus. Zillions and zillions of people crowding in there. It's the BCS National Championship game. Woo! Winner takes all. Yeah. And what about it? Like Larry said, and uh, so how did that make your life better? See, I, I just don't understand. If you, if you go to school somewhere, I mean, yeah, you can have a rooting interest in the game. And to be very honest, I actually started rooting for Oklahoma because they were moving the ball, and they weren't the Gators. I hate the Gators. I don't hate the Knowles, but I do hate that old redneck Bobby Bowden and his son Terry. Terry Bowden, he's what redneckism is all about. God, is he still alive, Terry Bowden? My God. What a rednecky family. Anyway, here's some dead people while we're waiting for those emails to come pouring through. I don't think they're, I don't, I think we're done with emails. I think that lasted a couple of months and it was a great thing while it lasted and it was really big during my, no, there's no items in the view, nothing. There's nothing in there. You think there's like a technical problem of some kind or whatever? No. I don't think so either, but it's just, it, it's always good to bring that up, especially when you work here. Mm -hmm. I think it was a big technical problem on our email thing. Anyway, Olga San Juan dies at 81. Actress sang and danced with Bing Crosby and Fred Astaire. Remember Olga? No. Neither does anybody else. But this guy, Boz Florida, though, his especially, and I, and I appreciate it. I'm not going to knock him. His specialty is sending me the obits on all the dead people, the famous dead people, or somewhat famous. Olga San Juan, the actress dubbed the Puerto Rican Pepper Pot. For singing and dancing roles alongside stars that included Bing Crosby and Fred Astaire has died. She was 81. The Puerto Rican pepper pod. That's why you don't know her, because you hate Puerto Ricans. What? I do not. You hate Mexicans and you hate you Puerto Ricans. You have never heard me say anything you of the sort. You are such a militant Cuban. You have never heard me say anything of the sort. Now, I, I have never said I'm not one. You're not one what? Mexican or Puerto Rican. Why not? That's all I've ever said. Why? Because I wasn't born in either one of those two places. San Juan died late Saturday at Providence St. Joseph Medical Center in Burbank of kidney failure, stemming from a long-term illness. Said her son-in-law, Barry Edelman, executive producer of the Golden Globe Awards. Her son-in-law, Barry Edelman. How do you like that? Her name was Olga San Juan, but her son-in-law is Barry Edelman. So her daughter married a Jewish guy. Isn't that nice? Very nice. Well, maybe. Who the hell knows? Maybe he's a bastard. I don't know. San Juan was born in 1927, raised in Brooklyn. She and her family lived in Santurce, Puerto Rico, for three years before returning to New York. Santurce. Ever hear that? No. No. She started dancing at five or six, Edelman said, and performed as a girl with mambo percussionist Tito Puente. We've heard of him. Yep. She began her acting career in radio and theater, then went on to movies in the mid-40s. Those were the days when the studios were very active in building images. She was very tiny, but very spunky and lively. She saw the name Puerto Rican Pepper Pot Fit, Edelman said. She appeared opposite. Well, I don't want to read this whole thing. My God, nobody ever heard of her. Olga San Juan. She's dead at 81. Anybody care? No. Oh. Cheryl Holdridge is dead. Who? Cheryl Holdridge, Mouseketeer. Oh, yeah, I never heard of her. But you'd recognize the picture, though. Would I? I only know from Annette. Funicello? Correct. What's amazing is that Cheryl and I have gone through so many things together. I'm glad we could have been there in the end, too, Tracy said Thursday. Is this like chopped off in the middle of a sentence or something, in the middle of a paragraph? What does that mean? 
Holdridge, Cheryl was 11 years old in the spring of 56 when she auditioned and was hired for the Mickey Mouse Club, which had debuted October 3, 1955, with 24 talented young stars who sang and danced and yet came across as the kids next door. M-I-C-K-E-Y, etc. Remember that? Yep. I mean, I'll grant you, it wasn't nearly as entertaining as, Eisner? as that, but... What is? She quickly became part of the core group that appeared on the famous Mouseketeer roll call at the start of each show, along with Tracy, Annette Funicello, Tommy Cole, Cubby O'Brien, Sharon Beard, Bobby Burgess, Karen Pendleton, Lonnie Burr, and Darlene Gillespie. She was a good technical dancer, but I think she was picked mostly because she had this angelic look and a great smile. She was known for her smile, Tracy. I, I don't know who Tracy is. I do See, not. This, this, well, this chopped off from the middle of the article. With a laugh, she added, we used to try to keep her quiet when she started singing because she sang off-key. Annette had the highest rating, but Cheryl came pretty close. During her Mouseketeer days, Holdridge appeared in some of the show's episodic serials, including Boys of the Western Sea and the Annette series. Unlike some of the other Mouseketeers, Holdridge didn't have trouble finding work in television as a young actress after hanging up her mouse ears. Oh, that's bad when you have to hang up your mouse ears. She went on to play Wally Cleaver's girlfriend, Julie Foster, for two seasons on Leave It in Beaver, and she had guest roles on shows such as The Rifleman, Bachelor, Father, My Three Sons, Bewitched, and The Dick Van Dyke Show. And now, she's dead. Aww. The part about her dying is, uh, that that part is, uh, I don't know how old she was. I don't know nothing, because it's all chopped off here. Yeah. God. Well, let me do a little investigative work, because I'm sure that everybody in the audience is really right seat. on the edge of their seats about that. And, of course, also about the, what's his name from Palm Beach, Dave Michaels. Oh, and look at that. Now, oh, you know nothing about food. This is good. I love these. <laughs> Keep them coming. Oh, you know absolutely nothing about food. Oh, this is from the Bridge Tender Sun. Mm. Idiotic jerk. This is excellent. Let me, let me print some of these out during the break. Okay. Well, I mean, th this is just, this is like a little interlude, don't you understand? I do. It's like an interlude. It's like a cold machine. Oh, by the way, I had a really good day at Woodbine yesterday. Again, All good. I'm still suicidal, but I had a really good day at Woodbine. Aren't you proud of me? As punch. Superman wears Tim Tebow pajamas. This one says. Can you <laughs> can you translate to me what that means? In other words, Superman is so impressed by Tim Tebow. That he wears oh, Tim, Tim, Tebow. Tim Tebow is the second coming, it says. I see. Oh, I wouldn't even want to see the first one. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. This is the Neil Rogers Show. You, 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 you fairy. This is your brain. Any questions? You watch him on PBS. Now, thanks to a grant from XS Power Tools, you can listen to him on your CD player. It's Norm Abram, hammering the hits. I got an old door and I want to paint it good. Before I can, I'll have to strip it to bare wood. Norm Abram, recorded live in the new Yankee Doodle Workshop, straps on his tool belt and gets down to business as he puts a new finish on some old favorites. Hey, look at all the wood that needs revealing. There's termites in the baseboards, cracks in the ceiling. Wow! Norm Abram, the master carpenter, cuts through the clutter of popular music with a voice as clear as a really nice piece of pine as he sings the hits of the Rolling Stones, the Talking Heads, and, of course, the Carpenters. I'm on TV, so I get free power tools. 
Norm Abram. Hammer in the hits. Buy it before you realize he can sing. Three more in the house. It's 1102 at 560 WQAM. I'm getting a little choked up about those old bits. Good. The bridge tender's son says, hello, sir. You don't know what you're talking about. You know absolutely nothing about good food. What kind of fool would listen to your recommendations about high-quality restaurants around the world? Your taste is pathetic. How can you honestly say that Taco Bell, McDonald's, and Red Lobster have good food? Let me say it again. Here, Taco Bell, McDonald's, and Red Lobster have food I enjoy, mm -hmm. food I like. You have never made a quality meal in your life. Heating up cheap hot dogs in the microwave is the most cooking you've ever done. So enough already with your food recommendations. We don't care. We'll never take advice from someone who thinks Taco Bell taco is good food. You, sir, are an angry, pathetic old queen who has the taste of a homeless garbage-picking bum. Regards, the bridge tender's son. Another idiotic jerk. Here's one from Stu. Subject, Gator Salvation. Dear Mr. Rogers, you may notice that sports stations outnumber stations like yours three to one. I thought this was a uh, sports station. Well, we 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 uh, interrupt the purity of it. Don't I you see understand? the sanctity. The Gators are part of our culture, and mankind can learn about a lot about professionalism and dedication by watching Gator football. Oh yeah, this is from some idiot in Westport, Connecticut, by the way, allegedly. We would, wouldn't have the problems with our economy, with crime and war all over the world if people would just embrace Gator football as the one true way of life. I hope you do before it's too late. Salvation can oh, be yours. Wow. Signed, Bobby Bananas. Possibly the fakest email you've ever gotten. Correct. Well, it's uh, a feeble attempt to be funny. P.S. The Red Lobster has great... See him. It says. Cute. So it says. I'll take their word for it. Although it says great swim. I'll, I'll never know. Actually, what do you I do mean know. by that? I do know. I've, I've been to Red Lobster. No, me too. The ones my, down there my are opinion, fat. My opinion of them is not unfounded, not based yeah. on rumor and speculation. Well, the one here is good. I'll take your word for it. I'll go to that one. No, you won't. I know. Here's one. Oh, yeah. Shocking. As the negativity continues coming. Keep it coming, baby. Keep it coming. It's Friday. Five in the morning, I'll be in my Corvette on my way to Woodbine to win a few grand. Two dollars. Well, let's see. Here's actually one that came. Oh, the Hollywood Reporter. Miami Cocaine series on HBO. Anybody care about that? I sure don't. No. You care about it? Nope. Anyway, getting back to this one. There are a couple here. I heard you saying yesterday that you haven't been to Miami or Dade County in at least a decade, except just across the county line to get to the studio. That is pretty shocking. Also, what happened that made you scared to do your show from the studio? Your show was always much better when you did it from there. No, the show was not much better. In fact, the show was inferior when I did it from there because we could never get the overhead speakers working right, and we spent half of the show with technical crap. Now we only spend, like, what, about a quarter of it? Right. Except on certain days like yesterday when we spent almost the whole show about how bad the signal is, which we have no control over that any more than we have control over what spots they're playing during the streaming. Oh, these these whiners. Oh, can't you do something about that? No, we can't. We can't and we don't care. The streaming is free. Enjoy it, savor it, lick it, listen to it, stick it, do whatever you want with it. Mark in Coconut Creek says, not to scare Tim Tebow, but someone should tell him that Jesus is a rabbi who died 2,000 years ago. I thought Jesus was a Jewish carpenter. 
Well, that was his first job. And then there was Karen and Richard, mm -hmm. Karen and Dick. I wonder if Jesus knew Dick or Karen. If he'd have known Karen, I guarantee he would have fed her a sandwich. He'd have given her some halavah to keep her alive. Have a watercress sandwich, Karen. Come on, you can do it. See, for a fat slob like me, I can't, I can't relate to that business about not wanting to eat at all, you know? That whole anorexia thing. Yeah. I just can't relate to it. Can you? No. Stupid. Idiotic. Sure. Talk about self-created, self-made, uh, you know, like you don't have any real problems, you got to make one up. What, what does that mean? Well, they, they, there are people that actually can't get food that would like to have some. You know, there are yeah, people without mean, like legs. The people you know, the there, there are people with problems that they can't do anything about despite their best like efforts. The and, and here we got these people that are vain to the point where they're insane about it. Vain to the point of insane. Yeah. I wonder what Tim... So I didn't realize he's a religious fanatic, a nut. I thought everybody knew. I, I don't know because I don't care because I'm, I'm not interested in the Gator football or him or the team or the players or the coach or any of that crap. I, I have no interest. I didn't go to school there. I don't live there. I've never been to Gainesville. I have no, less than no interest in anything connected with that. So why would I know that? I mean, even if George knows it, that's shocking. I work here, you know. Yeah. And? Things get through my brain filter despite my best efforts. Although so if I am a, going to be sympathetic a religious fanatic, them, another yeah. reason to root for Oklahoma. God, if they could have stuck it in the uh, the biscuit in the basket there in, in, in the end zone, the 85 times when I was watching, when they were down inside the five-yard line, they'd have blown them off the field. And all these people who were screaming about Gators today, they'd be licking their wombs. Oh, jeez, we love But they're not. Maybe it was fixed. Did you ever stop and think about that? Yeah, whatever. What? Maybe Jesus put the fix in for the Gators because Tim be Tebow's got John 319 under his uh, cheek. 316. Get it right, heathen. Whatever the hell it is. What, what difference does it make? Well, one's wrong. Oh. One isn't the... Joe says, glad I made your day. He's the one that said the before or something, whatever that line was. Was there a game last night? Remember that? Yes. Great email, Joe. He says, there's more important things to go nuts over, like Bush policy in the Middle East and not getting enough money in this economy to buy a pack of ramen noodle soup, says Joe. That's right. Everybody's starving us. We're in their freaking depression. There's no traffic here. The last uh, couple, uh, since the holidays, man, it's like nobody ever came back. There's no traffic. And my lesbianese, a terrorist cab driver, every time we go to a woodbine, keeps, uh, you know, going on and on about everybody's unemployed, everybody's out of work, uh, we got a depression, and there's, there's nobody on the roads. Same like with our audience, man, they all vanished at the same time. Have you noticed it? Yep. I'm not joking either. Jim in Boynton says, Palm Beach County five-term Republican Commissioner Mary McCarty resigned yesterday. Yada, yada, yada. Let, let me ask you, why do we care? Why, why do we care about Mary McCarty? Who? Well, she admits to taking gifts and voting to benefit her husband. The effects could sentence her to five years. Why, why do we care about that? And the answer is, we don't. Olga San Juan was married for many years to actor Edmund O'Brien, says the somebody. Who? Oh, Boz, my obituary guy. Thanks, Boz. Remember Edmund O'Brien? No. Great character actor. Big guy with a huge head. His head made um, Buckethead look like a, a Minnie Mouse. Remember Edmund O'Brien? No, you don't. Nope. Big, heavy set character actor. I'm going to look him up right now. There was, um, what you call it? There was uh, Pat O'Brien. And Edmund O'Brien, and Joe O'Brien, the great harness driver, 
Mary says, not to be a chronic when we unfortunately lived in Miami, your restaurant recommendations were the best. My husband proposed to me at the depot. I still remember that onion soup. Keep it up, says Mary. Thanks, Mary. Yeah, I know the great restaurant. We, we, we can't always, all, especially these days, we can't eat in gourmet, okay? Plus a right. lot of these restaurants that they're Look, talking about are like long gone. candy bars, too. Would we say that that's good food? Exactly. I mean, uh, when you eat, you eat a variety of things. Right. All these food snobs, these pseudo-intellectuals, most of this is just a bunch of crap anyway, but even the ones who are giving me uh, the business about Red Lobster and about uh, Taco Bell, I like Taco Bell just fine. Me too. I wish I had one like a little bit more convenient to me. It's not that far away, but I just, uh, I don't know, they open like five hours a day. And I like that they serve Diet Pepsi there instead of that other soft drink that I don't Oh, things go better with Diet Pepsi. Adam says, I've enjoyed your recommendations over the years. You burned, turned me on to the melting pot, burn steakhouse, and Ruth Chris. It seems your tastes have changed in your older years, though. Johnny F. and Rockets and Taco Bell aren't up to par. Now, how do you, how do you compare? See, this is exactly what we're talking about just a second. Perfect. From the fake Adam Kirshner. How do you compare Ruth Chris and Burns Steakhouse to Johnny Rockets and Taco Bell? Can't you enjoy both? No, apparently you can't. No. Everything you eat has to be gourmet. It has to be real expensive. It has to be in a restaurant that's going to break your ass and etc. Some of you people are such incredible morons that it's, it's no wonder the world is in the effed up shape that it's in today. My tastes have not changed. I still eat occasionally at Morton's and Ruth Chris and places like that. But who in their right mind, who eats at places like that all the time? Do you know anybody? Even people with billions of dollars, even people right. with trillions of dollars, don't eat gourmet crap like that. In addition to which, it's so rich. Mm -hmm. You'd have gout in no time. Like in less than a week, you'd have gout. No doubt. You'd have, like, you'd have gout. gout. No doubt, you'd have the big gout. But don't pout. By the way, Edward O'Brien? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. It's Friday, you bastard. When you want fresh meat and lots of it, there's only one place to go. Boston Massacre Market. For Boston Massacre Carvers, like our fresh pork sandwich. We say fresh. That's exactly what we mean. Fresh. Choose your pig and watch our carving specialist go to work. Or if you prefer, get fresh beef or meatballs. And our famous Boston Massacre chicken carvers are always something special. It's fresh, really fresh, and it's only at Boston Massacre Market, where the secret in the meat is our knife. 11-17, and uh, the problem with that place, are they still around? Boston Market, I think there's a one or two. Yeah. They never could figure out what they wanted to be. Oh, I think they've, uh, they've settled into something. Which is? Which is a... You know what uh, they had that was really good was the meatloaf. The meatloaf is great, and also since you're a big fan of macaroni and cheese... Uh, no, I was just going to say that. They had the really, side dishes, one of which was yeah. the macaroni and, and cheese. And they do it right, really nice and creamy with the baked cheese on top and everything. Right. There's one um, not too far from the house. It's it's kind of like you call your order in. They don't have the drive through window or anything. It's, a, you know, the cafeteria style. But you can call your order in and then pick it up at the pickup window. So they're still very good. Well, good for that. And, and they've got these meal packages where uh, you meal can get packages. Some, like, yes, where you can get something like like an entire chicken and then all the trimmings and everything for a a flat fee or something. What are we going to do about this um, pick a pony thing? You're going to pick a pony. 
No, but I mean, we're going to do that today, the dry run? Yeah, for practice. Why? And, and to kill some uh, time. Oh, we don't want to do that. The emails are pouring in by the ones. Are they? It, it's it's terrifying. I mean, I, I always knew that, you know, going out uh, real sloppy, like a la Joe Bell style, would be bad, would be painful. Mm -hmm. But I never envisioned, I mean, five years like this, begging and pleading, somebody please say something. You know, even the chronics, the regular chronics, are running dry. Except for that horrible Joey Reynolds, uh, fake Joey Reynolds one about uh, uh, Dave Michaels. I'll tell you one thing, if Dave Michaels was that impressive and that sensational of a talent, he sure didn't make much of a mark with our crowd. Either no. that or our crowd is all gone. Because what did I get, like two or three mm -hmm. emails about him? I still, I, I, you know, if he was that much of a hot shot, wouldn't we have heard of him? I imagine. Somebody would have. I mean, who was the top guy that was on J&O that, that everybody used to talk about all the time? Who was marginal at best, but um, I, don't I can't know. think of his name either. I tuned that stuff out. What do you mean? Talk radio from another market? I'm not going to pay any attention to people what talking about What do you mean another that. market? We're, we're part of the pump. Once upon a time, you recall, back when we were a real radio station, when Greg Reed was still here, we used to do really big in the Palm Beach book all the time. Remember that? Yes. We used to kick some ass in Palm Beach. Yes. Nevertheless, I don't know what's on their radio. Well, you know, Jim Phillips is in Orlando and talks about me all the time. Who? It's, uh, Jim Phillips. That's all we ever... On real radio. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Jim Phillips talks about you. Well, good. Good for him. Come to get some real material on real radio. Sebastian, who's obsessed with Tim Tebow, but I'm sure not, says, And on the seventh day, God created Tim Tebow. Did you know that? Now I do. Now, who was the quarterback for uh, FSU years ago? Casey Weldon. Okay. Well, the only reason I remember him is because he sure looked a hell of a lot better than Tim I Tebow. See. Man, he was, he was as hot as a firecracker in your ear. In your rectum ass. And he was another a born-again Christian. Another one. Well, that's Florida, you know. Florida, a lot of real Bible thumpers, a lot of crackers. Speaking of great food, how about them crackers? That's one thing. Like when like when I go to Woodbine and sometimes I get some soup. And they, they give you the soup in a little uh, container, you know. And they always put a bunch of crackers on the plate. And I say, no thanks, I don't want the crackers. Saltine crackers, you know. Do you eat crackers? Yeah, sometimes, but I don't like Why? the salted ones. Because I like things like that, bread and things that are bread-like, like bread sticks, crackers. Crackers aren't like bread. Bread is soft and chewy. Crackers are hard and like... Nevertheless, um, I eat crackers in my soup. I splatter stuff on crackers. I uh, dip them into the uh, smoked whitefish. I eat crackers all the time. But I don't like the salted ones. I like them unsalted. Oh, well, you can't get those. Oh. Here's one that says, Neil, the reason there's no traffic there is that they're all here. The streets of Miami Beach are clogged with Ontario plates, much more so than usual. Well, good. Good. Keep the traffic nice and light here, eh? Makes that trip to Woodbine a real piece of cake. Real smooth ride. They're all down there on South Beach. Michael says, I emailed you a couple of days ago when you were talking about your Red Lobster. Anyway, I don't want to talk about the game or anything like that. I wanted to ask you, where do you like to stay when you travel out here to Las Vegas? I don't travel out there to Vegas. The answer used to be the MGM Grand. I stayed there a zillion times. I love the MGM Grand. Also, you know where else I used to stay? Where? I can't think of the names of the places, but like on off the strip, they have these like the, they're like kit with, with their kitchenette and the whole uh, deal. Super like, Eight? No, not Super Eight, but more Motel I, I Six. No, not Motel Six either. La Quinta? No. But they're like little uh, miniature apartments mm -hmm. that you rent by the day. 
and they have like you know like a real kitchen and a whole deal. And those places are great, and they're all you know just a couple of blocks off the strip. They have a whole bunch of those places. Anyway, it says uh, my wife and I like Circus Circus and the Venetian. By the way, I'm a Penn State fan. Glad you got uh, rid of your cough, says Michael. I'm glad I got rid of my cough too and got rid of that nasty cold. And Penn State, oh, how's Joe Pod doing after USC? Just trashed them. I love that. There's a game I did watch. Oh, that was so beautiful. Watching Joe Pod take it all the way up to his neck from the Rectum. in. Fake Larry King says, as if we care, the University of North Alabama has announced the hiring of Terry Bowden as the Lions head football coach. Anybody care about that? No. No, only the sports nerds care about that. I wasn't talking about him in terms of football. I was talking in terms of redneckyism, Terry Bowden. I mean, I just, there are two people who should never be on television. Shannon Sharp is one of them, and Terry Bowden's another one. Because they're bad stereotypes. Here's one more. Can we get a Neil package for Taco Smell, it says. Oh, yeah. These people are, like, uh, insane. Haven't we mentioned Taco Smell over the years many times? Yeah, I don't know what the bug got up. All no, these all of a sudden, a big, bug, yeah. a big bug died and crawled like inside these people. And right away, oh, how can you talk about Because I like it. You could send me 50 million emails about how Taco Bell uses this meat and uses that and greasy and whatever else you want to say. I like it. I like it just fine. In fact, maybe my New Year's resolution, it's not too late for one, maybe I'm going to have a lot more Taco Bell this year, just to spite all you negatory a-holes whose taste is in your tuchus. Why do they keep sending me stories about these uh, towers to be built in the... I I don't care. Boring, sawgrass to towers. Here's one from the uh, fake obese Hank. Have I found a job yet? 790 won't take my desperate calls anymore, he says. From the fake Hank. Hank's doing just fine. Are you referring to Jack Cole? Asked Barry Jackass. That's correct. Thank you, Barry. See? Jack Cole. I never heard him. I heard he was pretty boring. But he was another one of those guys. At least I heard of him, though. And so if Dave Michaels was such a big, big shot personality and so famous and such a great uh, air talent, wouldn't you think we would have heard of him somewhere down the line? Huh? Yep. We'd n- never heard of him. Nope. nope. And, and evidently, this isn't something that just happened, I don't think. I think because uh, I checked out some of that Google stuff, you know, about him mm-hmm. and questioned about, well, whatever happened to him and is he still alive and the idea like that? Not that we care. Guess who else died, by the way? I got interrupted with all my good obituaries here. I don't know. Here. Edmund O'Brien. Richard. Now, so what do you make of that? He was a great character actor, right? I, I remember him well, yes. A lot of movies. What were some of the movies he was in? Oh, geez. You got off of that thing? Sorry. It's all right. Let me find something over here. DOA? Yeah. He is now. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, he's been dead a long time. The Admiral was a lady? Really? Yeah. Digitally remastered. You fairy! Yeah. Oh, that's it. I'm not on IMDb. Oh. I was just looking at images. What are you on? Movie pictures. Drugs? Oh, go- just go, yeah, well, I wish. Richard John Newhouse dies at 72. That's good news. Christian theologian helped build a conservative coalition. The Reverend Richard John Newhouse, a leading intellectual of the Christian right. Oh, yeah, intellectual, my ass. Who helped build a new coalition of conservative Protestants and Roman Catholics and informally advised President George W. Bush died yesterday in New York. He was 72. He died of complications from cancer, said Joseph Bottom, editor of First Things, a journal of religion and public policy. 
Joseph Bottom. You know the actor Sam Bottoms? Yes. I wonder if he knows it's Joseph's Bottom. A one-time Lutheran minister, Newhouse led a predominantly African-American congregation in New York in the 60s, advocating for civil rights and protesting the war in Vietnam. With Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel and Reverend Daniel Berrigan, a Catholic peace activist, Newhouse led the anti-war group clergy concerned about Vietnam. See, he wasn't all bad. But then he laid out his argument in the influential 1995 book, Evangelicals and Catholics Together Toward a Common Mission. He said it's a goyish Welt. He helped Bush define his policies on gay marriage and stem cell research, among other issues. See, there you go. Once upon a time, he was headed in the right direction, and all of a sudden he went, oh, took a wrong turn way to the right. And now, he's dead. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. It's Friday, you bastard. Next on C-SPAN, Nick Cheney's last official act as vice president. The final dump. Recalled by the Vice President's Chief of Staff, David Addington. Walking past this office, I could hear the grunts. I felt I should ask, Mr. Vice President, uh, are you all right? With his heart condition, I was concerned about him winding up like Elvis. It sounded like he was passing one of the many children he's devouring. I guess there's no harm in saying now that Dick Cheney's diet is of a cannibalistic nature. Much like Cannibal Lecter, only with a preference for young children. Mr. Vice President, uh, please, turn on the fan. Continuing coverage of Dick Cheney's final dump will continue after this commemoration of the George W. Bush Porta Potty Library. Wow, wait till you hear this one. Ready? Ready? I haven't read it yet. It says, if it tastes like chicken, looks like chicken, and feels like chicken, and Tebow, Tim Tebow says it, taco smell beef, it must be taco smell beef. Do you understand that? Not at all. Neither do I. They're just obsessed. Oh, here's another one from the same goofball. When Tim Tebow pees into the wind, the wind changes direction. <laughs> oh. And... Now, maybe you knew this, since you seem to know a lot more about him than I do, or that I want to. Right. How did Florida's stud quarterback Tim Tebow spend his spring break, break in 2008? Circumcising Tebow, Filipinos. Oh, you know this already. See, I told you. How the hell did you know that? Just one of those things. It came up earlier in the show. You read it. You read it from some other email. Well, I'm trying to forget it. I'm trying to block all this gator droppings out of my mind. Tebow, the Florida quarterback and Heisman Trophy winner, spent spring break in the Philippines. According to Dave Curtis of the Orlando Sentinel, helped circumcise impoverished children. He likes the hands-on, I guess. Wow. He could have brought them some food. They might have appreciated no, that more. No, he'd rather uh, fondle their penis. Just like the abuelas were doing with uh, Elian. Remember guess. that little Elianito? See, si. They were uh, checking his package, you know, make sure it was okay. Make sure it was growing properly. Tebow has no surgical training, with, was visiting an orphanage in his father's ministry... His father's ministry runs in the country, assisted with the care of locals who had walked miles to the temporary clinic the ministry helped organize. Sounds like a bunch of schleppers there in the Philippines. I wonder how a not, uh, what's his name is doing there? Not Nick Nolte? He's in the Philippines? Oh, yeah, with his girlfriend. And thank God finally got lost, I hope. 
The first time it was nerve-wracking. You said hands were shaking, but I mean, I'm cutting somebody. You can't do these kinds of things in the USA. But those people really needed the surgeries. We needed to help them. Jim Bozinski, whoever that is, says, Tim Tebow has a steady hand, we hope. <laughs> well, he's used to handling pigskin, so why not? Yeah, foreskin. <laughs> Do you steal that from Joey? Uh, he just left it you around. Watch I didn't yourself. steal it. Here's another one. Tim Tebow loves Taco Bell. Oh, I may have to <laughs> change my altitude about that. Though. I had no idea today's show was going to be about Tim Tebow and Taco Bell. And Taco Bell. That's it. T.T. and T.B. It's making me hungry. Not me. I, I've lost my appetite. I want somebody to go get me some now. Joe Bell has made me lost my appetite. In fact, maybe I'll do the Karen Carpenter diet. Joe Taco Bell? Mm-hmm. He is just devastating. Here's one from Wes who says, subject Tim Smears. Forgive me for belaboring this issue. I know this isn't a sports program. The scripture numbers painted under Tebow's game day eyes are Philippians. Something, something. XX, XX, something, something. It's not real grease, of course. They're those fake pasties. Tim Tebow wears pasties? Wow. Hey, Timmy. You fairy. I heard or read somewhere that some fanatic called his local paper accusing the editors of photoshopping out the smears when a clean-faced Tebow was printed. <coughs> The caller implied they were tattoos from God and should not be hidden. Good show as always, says Wes from Lakeland, formerly of West Palm. Well, thanks, Wes. There's somebody who likes whatever we're doing. I don't know what it is yet today, but we're doing it. And we still got a long way to go. A long way to go. Much too long to please me, I'll tell you that. Although here's like uh, four emails. Excited? Not really. Tim Tebow's tears can cure cancer. Too bad he's never cried. Uh, oh, oh, my oh. God. Hey, Neil, did you ever get the right answer on how much percentage the Indian slots were paying out? No, I did not. What's the answer? No, I did not. So inform us. Brandon says, I think overall, as time has gone on, the quality of food has gone down. And then every so often you might catch a really good meal. That goes for everything from expensive places to fast food. And down here, a restaurant that provides good quality food on a consistent basis is really hard to find. 10, 15 years, it was uh, really wasn't all that hard to go from place to place, have a good meal. Not today. And by the way, anybody that wants to knock uh, uh, that whatever that place is. What, Taco Bell? No, from uh, Hard Rock. Johnny Effing Rockets? Johnny Effing Rockets, that's right. Anybody wants to knock that, you can you can kiss my fat ass, okay? There's not a damn thing wrong with Johnny F. and Rockets, nope. although their onion rings suck. They don't serve booze there, but other than that. Anyway, it says, not today. When you go through a really, really good meal, uh, have a really good one unexpectedly, and when you want to go back, the place is gone, like Bennigan's. For years, Bennigan's was garbage. Then one day, I had one of the best meals of my life there. When I wanted to go back, they're out of business. Yeah, the good places go out of business, like a steak and ale. They had the best damn salad bar at Steak and Ale, and the steaks were pretty good, too. Yep. I don't know about the ale. But it was a good place. Yep. I had lunch with Tom Jicka there one day, the one in Hollywood, right there on Sheridan Street that's been mm -hmm. long, long gone. We had uh, lunch with Duff and Greg there. At steak and Quail? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Positive. Oh. I remember because that's when uh, Greg said, uh, don't worry, you're not going to miss a paycheck. 
British chef Gordon Ramsay looking for local restaurants to embarrass on national TV. Well, good for him. Do you know who that is? Yes, I'm a big fan. You oh, wouldn't yeah. like him because he uh, speaks, uh, you know, British, Scottish. Oh, with that real heavy British accent. But uh, he's got two Who's shows, and I love them both. Who's that bald-headed Schwarzer that they have on there with that the British cooking show? I have no idea. Oh, yeah, you do. I have no idea. He's uh, like a Jamaican or one of those guys, and he's like a British. What's he Jamaican? He speaks with a real heavy amon, you know. Jamaican anything good? Oh, he's Jamaican some real crap. You don't know who I'm talking about? I do not. Bald-headed, dark-complected. Sorry. Islands guy, but by way of Britain. Sorry. Well... Let's get some of that great British cuisine. Mmm. Stuff you up for like 20 years. Here's one. It says, I was down on Mary Brickle Village this afternoon, saw a number of Oklahoma people wandering around the place. It's in the 40s back home. I bet they were happy to be here. Back home. Well, what does that mean? Don't they know. lost the game. They lost the game. Here it says, Neil wears Tim Tebow's pajamas. I don't wear anybody's pajamas. And if Tim Tebow wears pajamas, all I can say to him is, hey, Timmy. You fairy. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Tonight on the Discovery Channel, Nostril Donis. What did he really say? In the year 1999, two great... Silver-winged mechanical birds will crash into a building. No, two buildings. And no one's going to buy this. Two giant pteractodils will fly to the great city, plunging into mountains. No, no, there's no mountains in the city. Well, some could have some, I guess. Wait, wait, here we are. In 1961, it will be the only year that will be read the same way upside down. No, no, no. All right, here we go. In the year 2525, if man is still alive... Ow! This pinching. Wish they'd hurry up and invent underwear. Nostril Domus, tonight, only on the Discovery Channel. Oh, God, 11.45, 15 to noon at 560 WQM. We got the big O. Rock solid. Coming along at 2 this afternoon. Any interest? No. Oh, yeah, he'll be uh, going on and on about that game, you know? Don't you think? There was a game? I don't know. That's the popular rumor around town. Uh, you're so out of touch, Rogers. Here's one from Elaine who says, glad to hear you're feeling better. Thanks, Elaine. Thanks uh, for caring enough to send your very best. She says, Jack Cole and Randy used to do the crossover talk back when Randy was on J&O. They stopped talking to each other right around the same time that Bill Clinton was being impeached. Jack was too far to the right for Randy's liking. Also, my husband and I have tried many of the restaurants you've suggested. We have since left South Florida, but we still talk about the Villa Deli, their stuffed Derma, and Brasserie Max, and the Almond Basket. I'm a USC grad, love Taco Bell, too, but can live without Tebow. Go Trojans. Enjoy Woodbine this weekend. Thanks, Elaine. What a nice email, huh? Very. She touched all the bases there. 1,122 votes on the survey. Other than Neil, which QAM show do you listen to the most? Only listen to Neil, 551, 49.1%. Jim Manwich, 295. Joe Rose, 129. I don't listen to WQM at all, 96, 8.4%. The Big O, 26 ESPN Radio 15, DA 8, and Dolphins Hotline, out of 1,126 votes, still has only three. God. 
Brandon comes back again and says, that, that's okay. You guys can keep emailing a hundred times today. I don't care. Keep them coming. He says, if Tim does wear pajamas, I'm sure they have little footsies in them. Do you think he's saving himself for when he gets married? Or will he become a minister so he can continue to cut those boys? Father Tim, circumcising little boys in the Philippines. Here's one from Jimmy who says, Tim Tebow didn't need to have surgical training to assist with the circumcisions in the Philippines, although I'm not sure why he insisted on using his teeth. How do you like that? Ar, ar, ar. Old... Hey, Timmy. You fairy. You knocking Jimmy Dworsky now? Who? One of my best emailers, Jimmy. Oh. He's always got something good. You know how some of them have always got something bad, some mm -hmm. real crap? He's always got something good. The guy you mean is called Ainsley Harriet. We can't stand him either with his phony voice, so we sent him here. Says Steve. Love to you and George. Missed the lunk, too. Yeah, we missed the lunk, Fat Chris. It's sad. Very sad. But oh, we had to we had to cut cost and we had to cut budget and we had about and, and so we put him back full time and we put him on a morning show five in the morning when everybody's asleep. Just so we could stick it to old fat Neil again. Ainsley Harriet, you'd never heard of him? Nope. I guarantee you've seen him. I mean, how many bald-headed Jamaican British guys are there with a real heavy, phony-affected accent doing cooking shows? Neil, your taste and everything is going in the gutter, first with the Mercedes C300, then the buffet food at Woodbine, which I don't eat, by the way. Now Taco Bell and Red Lobster. What's going to be next? Oh, this is the same uh, next tell telling us how you love Golden Corral. It's pathetic. It's truly unbelievable. I don't even know what Golden Corral is. Do you? Nope. Never heard of it. But I, I love it. Just to piss this guy off. Just to live up to his expectations. Oh, here's a long one. Oh, my God. From Joseph. I'll get to it, Joseph. And Shirley is back, too. Good. All new chronics, all the regulars. Hop on the email. Neil at neilrogers.com. Because it's grim and slim. Yesterday was grim. Today is like death-defying. You know what I mean? Yep. Shirley says, this has nothing to do with sports or food. Good. But I just wanted you to know that you've inspired me to buy a Yiddish-English dictionary. Actually, it's called, if you can't say anything nice, say it in Yiddish by Lita Epstein. I attended Temple University in Philly, so I picked up some words and phrases there. But this book answers the rest of my questions. By the way, you're not fat. I saw you at Gulfstream. Take it easy on ice cream so you stay with us fondly, Shirley. Yes, I am fat, Shirley. I got a big, fat puppet. Oh, Oscar from Serbaton. Too bad. And then in a, in a fit of pique, he writes, he writes the same thing about Ainsley Harriot. And it says, Anil Rogers fears the superior talent of Oscar from Serbaton. Why is it that all the Brits that we get, like, um, who is the uh, lifeguard one? Maxwell Tots. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why are they all such a bunch of a-holes? I guess because they're British. Homos. Goes with, and he says, Joe Bell wants you gone. Contracts mean nothing. Yeah, blow it out your ass, Oscar. Get lost. Go to hell away. WPLG's Rob Schmidt arrested. Do we know who that is, Rob Schmidt? Never heard of him. Ah. Well, I'll print it out. We'll take a look at it. Adam Cooperstein says, him and Adam Cooperstein look like they came from a disbanded boy band. That's all I wanted to add, it says. I have no idea. Well, you're out of touch, Neil. If you were in touch, you'd know who these people were. I don't want to know. I don't want to. 
It says a U.N. study found that methane gas is the number one cause of global warming for man. Of course, that's unless man eats Taco Bell. Do you understand that? Nope. No. Oh, Byron from Meridian, Idaho, and Mustard the Wonder Dog. Monday is the 50th anniversary for Motown Music. Gordy doesn't own the music anymore. He sold it for $250 million. Some of the greatest music ever. The songs never get old. You and George have a great weekend, says Byron Pegg and Mustard the Wonder Dog in Meridian, Idaho. Remember them? Thanks, yes. How could you forget? How could you forget? Michael is back, who evidently thinks I'm running a tourist agency here. Aren't you? Travel agency? He says, yeah. Neil, do you mean extended stay America? They have full kitchens off the strip. Says Michael. I, I don't know. I don't remember that. I already said it. I don't remember the names of those places. I'm sure it was not Extended Stay America. But there are a whole bunch of them. They're all over the place. And they're far preferable. Now, they don't have casinos in them. They haven't got no slot machines. That's the one, one, one nice thing about staying in, like, MGM Grand or any of the other newer places. But nevertheless, I, I, I'm not going to Vegas. Oh, what happened to you? What happened? You used to love going to Vegas. You, you used to do this. You used to do that. And you used to, well, you know, life goes on. And if I want to go and plunge my guts out, play some machines, I can get in the car and in 25, 30 minutes be right there at Woodbine. And since I know the joint pretty well, I have a pretty good luck. Considering what a sucker bet it is, I have fairly decent luck. If you want to lose your ass, go to a tourist trap. Go to Niagara Falls, go to Vegas. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Tourist trap. The machines are geared toward tourists who only spend a little bit of, you know, Throw in 20 or 40 here. They just throw their money away. As opposed to serious players who you know, are there to lose two, 300000 Randy Rhodes spoke about you on Monday. That gave, You gave her the name The Goddess. The Whale in Parkland has good food was one of your deals. Are we going to talk about food all day today? Why not? Well, there you go. Well, we could go back to talking about Tim Tebow. What kind no, of food does he like? No, I don't want to talk like? about Tim Tebow. Oh, I don't know Besides and I don't ribbonous. care. Oh, he is so ugly and so boring and so nothing. God, these people are like all obsessed with him. Well, what's the big tennis with him? Because he's a, a religious nut? Because he's a, a good jock. That's what the big tennis is. The big tennis. Did you have uh, tennis? Just this morning. I don't like it. Carrot tennis. Ooh, fooey. Now, potato cocoa, that's another story. Surely you ought to try that. When you get your uh, English Yiddish dictionary, Shirley, uh, tell me you want some potato cocoa with it to take home and heat up and nuke it. Here's one from Kimberly. It says, we pool service technicians listen to you all day, every day, except when George is on. Mm -hmm. Wow. Sounds like a shot to me. It does. Thank God for the breaking, uh, for breaking the monotony of our job. We won't complain or critique your show. We just want to thank you for making us laugh and reading about current events in a whole different light than Fox News would report. We hope you found a hot machine yesterday. Yes, I did, as a matter of fact. The same machine gave me my first spin was 500 bucks, and then like 10 minutes later gave me 500 on the line. Wheel of Fortune. Isn't that nice? Yep. Good machine, man. By the way, we entered your hot couples contest a few years ago and didn't win. What's wrong with you people? Maybe you'll find our dog more attractive. And there's some pictures we here. We might. She, she's our baby St. Bernard at 120 pounds. Actually, she's three years old today. Please wish Lily Dog a happy birthday. She'll be eating a big piece of ice cream cake tonight. Oh, don't feed dogs ice cream cake. My God, that, isn't that bad? Yes. But anyway, happy birthday to Lily Dog. Once was enough. God. Talk about getting a little carried away. 
Here's one that says, Hey, Neil, Hollywood Beach has the most ugliest people in the country. They should call it the Missing Link Beach. Have a happy new year. Take care, says Eddie. Hollywood Beach. The reason they have ugly people, because most of them are probably French Canadians wearing their Speedos and are disgusting and grotesque. Wouldn't you think? Okay. Probably. Yeah. You go, you, I mean, you're not that far from Hollywood Beach. Go there all the time. Do you? Sure. And do what? Uh, swim, sun, you know, beach stuff. Cruise? Yeah, exactly. Golden Corral is an all-you-can-eat buffet place with ham, roast beef, and a whole lot of other foods. They do breakfast, too. It's not that bad, it says here. Only went once, but all things considered, it wasn't that bad. How do you like that, Mr. Hotshot? Yeah, you know nothing about food. Your taste blows. Ex-Sopranos and Bronx Tale actor Lilo Bran Brancato gets 10 years for burglary that led to NYPD cops' murder. Details to come. From Weston Lakeland. Home of the dear departed bird, it says. See, Johnny Dork, being a uh, former... Being a friend of the bird many, many years ago? Yeah. See, I, I'm, I'm positive that he thought he would, could do the same thing, you know? Kind of like muscle his way into the show. I see. He, he's a Klingon. That day that he came in for the free lunch. Now, did I invite him in that day, or did he just show up? The first time you invited yeah. him. I did? Yeah, that's the only way people wind up on the show. <clears throat> Neil, for the first time, emailer, it says... Screw Fat Paul and uh, Old Ron Brewer. Keep bashing them. Your show is number one, says Jay from Cooper City. Thanks, Jay. But I sure don't want to steal their material and start talking about the old Chinese man. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. This is Brady Quinn. Whenever I shave my balls, I listen to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. WQAM. Happy Friday to you. Oh, thank God is right. Man. How about that game last night, huh? You know there was a game? Oh! Was there? Brandon says, boy, Brandon just whipped up. Thank God for him and a couple of others. Whipped up to a frenzy. There is a Golden Corral in Pembroke Pines. It's a very, very, very cheap all-you-can-eat buffet. The people that go there are looking to eat because of the quality of food I wouldn't feed to starving children in Africa. You know it's pretty bad when the only good things at a buffet that serves virtually everything for breakfast, lunch, and dinner is the rolls. And I don't eat the rolls, so I guess it's not for me. He also says, let me add to it, I never in my life have seen so many old Jews, fat-ass people, and families with 30 kids in my life than a Golden Corral. 
Doesn't sound like my kind of place, does it? Nope. It ain't no taco smell. Nope. How did we uh, get from Tim Tebow to food? <sighs> I don't know. Well, thank God we got from Tim Tebow to something. God. Here's one that says, good morning, Neil. I've been a listener since 96 when I left North Carolina, moved back to South Florida. I've never called, and this is my first email, to any type of media personality. So I hope I don't come off like some chronic. Don't be a chronic, Joseph. For starters, starters keep up the dynamite show. <coughs> you and George always put a smile on my puss. Even though you have constraints placed on your show and its content, you manage to keep it extremely funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. All the a-holes writing with advice how to run your show should get their own show. Nobody goes to their crappy jobs and critiques them for what they eat, do, and say, but I love when you and George go off on them. Keep giving them hell. My only request, keep doing your show the way you want to. It kept me and a lot of my friends stuck on it on the radio four hours a day. I'm mean, We're stuck. You're stuck and we're stuck too, Joe. P.S. George is right. Gordon Ramsay is a scream. He's rough yes. on the people on the shows, but they know that uh, something in. They know that going in. Or at least they should. I can't think of the other chef's name. We already got it. But Gordon goes out of his way to ridicule him on his BBC show. Yes. Keep it up, Neil, in the show, too, your fan, Joseph. What? I said yes. Yes, what? Got two different shows, and I like them both very much. Who does? Gordon Ramsay. Apricots. Two different shows? Yes. Oh, well, you're into that whole, like, Iron Chef stuff. I don't you know. They're two different shows. And by the way, speaking of somebody sticking a bicycle pump up somebody's ass and, like... Rectum. Emerald Legacy. Wow. Oh, yeah. Where did nice and firm. What is it, those toothpaste commercials he does? Or yeah, some, yeah. Some TV oh, ads? they're bad. My God, he looks like he blew up like a blimp, like the Goodyear blimp jumped into his body and just expanded like uh, like that. Mm -hmm. Wow, what a tub. understand he's got an ego the size of Mount Rushmore. That's what I heard. Plum tomatoes. Sugar. Goat cheese. Uh, pork. Do I want to read this thing about Rob? This looks like a um, WTVJ. Usually reports local news people getting in trouble, but this time nothing. This looks like a spite kind of a story. Rob Schmidt of Channel 10. I don't even know if this is true or not, so I'm not putting it on here. And then it says, him and Adam Cooperstein look like they came from a disbanded boy band. Well, good. Great. Tim says in an interview with President-elect Obama said he would support a college football playoff system. However, his priority was to create three million new jobs. A correct answer, in my opinion, because most Americans can't comprehend that sports and entertainment is a diversion from everyday reality, not an all-consuming part of life. Oh, it's not? Don't tell that to the people on this radio station. It's not an all-consuming part of life. A diversion that has too much time and too much money spent on it. A U.S. congressman from Texas, Joe Barton, Republican in Texas, who should have been working to solve our current financial crisis in December, did sponsor legislation for a playoff system for college football. <coughs> Reacting to the apparent snubby felt as Texas Longhorns received from the BCS. I think it's time to get our priorities in order, Tim says, and start worrying about things that are truly important. And by the way, go Gators. <laughs> Pretty amusing, huh? Mm -hmm. Not. Pretty funny. Rich in Orlando says, to the point of the Taco Bell guy, everybody now has dollar chicken. And they also have a $4 chicken. What do they think the dollar chicken is made of? This is from yesterday, as a matter of fact. Is it? Big, supple, natural bread. This is when we were arguing about the quality of the meat at Taco Bell. He says, what do they think the dollar chicken is made of? Big, supple, natural breasts? They're made of rectum feet. Oh. Rectum? 
lips and every other part of the chicken you can't sell in a Lowe's supermarket. If you want to put a beautiful booby in your mouth, you have to pay for it. As they say in Philadelphia, if it's cheap, it's Schmidt. And then he's got in parentheses Mike Schmidt, who they boot out of Philly. The nastiest, most rottenest fans on the face. You can't even call them fans. They're just disgusting and obnoxious, even worse than New Yorkers. How about them Rangers? Rangers? Let's see. I want to have your children, Neil, from the fake Brady Quinn. Well, we'll work on it. Here's one, an actual an actual email from Ernie Banks. <laughs> oh. I think they're going to come and take me away. Maybe over the weekend. If I'm not here Monday, you'll know they came and took me away. Okay. I'm serious. I'm on the verge of losing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right on right on the ass edge. On the precipice. Uh, let's see. It's yet another beautiful day here in Miami. I hope you're freezing your ass off up there. No, I'm not. I'm inside and I'm warm and everything is fine. And you stay there and I'll stay here. Brandon says, I know the city has gone mad now. Channel 7 is doing a live shot of the police escort for the Gators as they leave the hotel. Oh, my God. And you people are paying tax money, I'm sure, for the police escort for the Gators as they leave the hotel. The national champion, Gators. Oh, yeah. I've never seen a team give up so much yardage in a game. I mean, Oklahoma was just driving up and down to feel like there was, like there was nobody else on the field until they got inside the five-yard line. I'm sure you uh, were amazed. Uh, what? Here's one that says, Happy Friday, Neil and George. Cuba Libre. I don't care what you say, Red Lobster sucks. See, this this is an argument. Yeah. This, this, is, this is like somebody bar- barking at the moon. Mm-hmm. Barking at the moon. I've been to probably three or four from Miami Beach to Palm Beach, and they all suck. The, uh, suck. I mean, come on, guys, compared to shells. First of all, was that we don't have any shells up here, number one. And number two, I'm not talking about the Red Lobsters there. He's been from Miami to Palm Beach. Boy, that sure covers a lot of territory. Sounds to me like you're a little parochial, Rocky. The shrimps are small, too much breading, too much oil and butter, and way overpriced. Shells is good, not great seafood, at a great price. Good price. I love shells. Shells is great. I mean, great. if you want what? Shells is great. Remember when Shells used to be a sponsor many, many I do. years ago? I do. Back when I had sponsors. I do, right. Back before our Chris uh, Jones came in from Raleigh, and he and Joe Bell conspired to like uh, blow away all my sponsors. It says, Shells is good, not great seafood at a good price. I mean, if you want great seafood, make it yourself, you know. Like Rustic Inn, they're good, but also overpriced like a mofo, he says. How do you like that? You, what do you like better, mofo or defo? I Yo, do folks. like Taco Hell and sometimes find myself crazing those GD Supreme Crunchy Tacos and don't know why. You make a good guys who make a good point. Food is food. Tim Tebow is so pure that when he pees, it goes down a separate duct to Fort Knox to be made into gold bars. And then Rocky says, "Go Canes." How the Canes do last night? How did How'd they, they do in their bowl game? By the way, didn't they play in a bowl game? Yeah. Seems to me they lost. Could be wrong, but. Here's one from Jason who says, have you ever ventured down to Connecticut to Foxwoods in the Mohegan Sun? Uh, no, I've not gone to Connecticut. I, well, I've been in Connecticut, but I sure as hell don't want to go back. What a dumpy state that is. Really? You ever, you ever been there? No, I have not. Don't. I heard it was nice, though. Nice what? Nice state, like wilderness and, you know, still some unspoiled uh, patches of dirt. <laughs> <laughs> 
They are full-fledged Vegas-style casinos with four-star restaurants, hotels, and entertainment. They're also building right now an MGM Grand Casino there. Last year, they surpassed Atlantic City in total revenue generated behind Vegas, of course. You should check it out. I don't want to check it out. I'll tell you a casino I did like a lot, though. The Red Rock River. Is that the name of it? Red River Rock. Something like the one by Vancouver. Okay. Remember when I went to Vancouver mm-hmm. last summer? Right. God, that casino's nice. It's, it's not huge. It's a little bit strange. The crowd there, a lot of rednecks. I didn't realize there's so many rednecks in Vancouver. But it's clean, and it's got, like, good machines, and I actually won some a uh, little bit of money there. You should check it out. Beautiful uh, location, good payouts, and close to home. What, what does that mean, close to home? Connecticut's close to Toronto? Oh, yeah, please change everything you do on the show. Just kidding. I miss Chris. If you see him, give him a hard slap on his enormous keister, says Jason. Will do, Jason, right on his Rectum. fat ass. We miss him, too. But then, of course, they had to do budgetary cuts. That is so scandalous. I mean, that right there is the classic example. That's like Joe Bell holding, putting up a billboard saying, we're doing everything to screw over the Rogers show, and if you don't believe it, just wait till you see what we do with fat-ass Chris and how we lie about how, oh, we had to get him off the show because we're making budget cuts, and we had to cut back, and it only takes two people to do the show, and yada, yada. And then all of a sudden he winds up on a show that's on at 5 o'clock in the morning when everybody's asleep. Do you, have you seen him since he started that assignment? I have not. So you started that fat ass assignment? Nope. I mean, we do miss him. Mm-hmm. Plus, he was a pole pusher. He. Yeah, that's what I hear about Brady Quinn. I hear he's a pole pusher to pisher too. Although we do have 1,147 votes on this poll. We've kept it up there a long time. Oh, this is great. Peter has got what I think is going to be, Peter from Boca, a great email. It says, food snobs go away. You know I, you know what I like? I like a Snickers almond, an almond Snickers bar. Yeah. I'm not comparing it with Ruth Chris, with Morton's Steakhouse, with the London Chop House in Detroit 100 years ago. I'm just saying, I like it. It's good. It tastes freaking good, yeah. I like it. It's Friday, you bastard. Oh, we're overcome that Chandra the law is out on a haunting spree. If she's gone to heaven, then she left when she should. The night that Gary Condit gave it to her. All right. Good. They were out on a date, parked in Gary's car. Maybe Gary had gone just a little too far. He shut up the motor, turned to her. thought for a moment and said you're low class that may be true said gary but i still want your ass rectum Got what he wanted last night. She had opened the door, 
at 560 WQM. Happy Friday to you, January the 9th. Is Robert Creeper still on the payroll? Nine. I don't know. Well, wouldn't that be a shame? Wouldn't that be a, a tragedy? Whatever. If he were. If he be. Brandon is back again. It's the Neil and the George and Brandon show today. All right. It's good. He says, the last couple times you came down here, went to the casino, you didn't talk about the chicken machine, whatever it's called. You don't like it anymore? I don't like it. It doesn't like me. It's called hee-haw. Remember I talked about that last year, hee-haw at Seminole, mm -hmm. and how much fun it is. Now I won like, uh, I don't know, a grand island or something like that. It doesn't pay anymore. Uh, I think they redone the machines, man, and, and you can get one anytime you want. For a while there, after I talked about it on the air, it was always jammed up and you couldn't get near a machine. Now you can get any one of the machines you want because people are, see those chickens and they run away from it. I see. Because the beaks and the uh, rectum and all those other parts are part oh, of the machine. Oh, I see. <clears throat> Here's one from Mark who says, Neil, you sound stoned. I love it. Did George hook you up last week? Do I sound stoned? Yeah, I hooked you up to a machine. Yeah, he hooked me up to a good machine yesterday, Woodbine. Happy and healthy 2009 to you and George, says Mark. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Back Mark. at you. I sound stoned? No. Isn't it amazing how these people have all these... Theories? No, not theories, but all these... Uh, well, maybe Mark is stoned. All these delusional thoughts... Yeah, Neil sounds stoned today. The old man is stoned. 1,153 votes on the, on the survey. I'm just going to leave it on there. Oh, here's an invitation to Mark Forseal's uh, Portfolio International uh, something like crap. Spam. I don't like spam. I don't like to eat it. I don't like to read it. It's like that fat guy, that actor. He was, uh, he was the uh, Quisho guy from Magnolia. And talented Mr. Ripley, remember he was the private dick? Yes. And he went out on the balcony with Matt Damon. He says, I don't like bullshit. I don't have, uh, you know, I don't like to talk it. I don't like to hear it. Something like that. Remember that? Yep. yep. And Matt Damon thought that, oh, he's going to be in big trouble. That they knew that he was the one who killed Dickie. Marge knew. She knew it. And you know who I still can't, I just, I can't get over her. She was on biography the other day, and I watched it for about two seconds. The one that played that real Miaskite that was like had the hots for um, the fake Dickie Greenleaf for Matt Damon? Yeah. What, what's that actress's name? Kate Blanchett. There you go. What is the story? I mean, I'm not saying that all uh -huh. actors and actresses have got to be beautiful, but she is so Mias, and, and the characters she plays are so unlikable. Wouldn't you say, wouldn't you say, if I could come up with one word to describe the character she played in that movie, The Talented Mr. Ripley, the word would be desperate. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Desperate. She wanted a penis. I see. I'm not saying that necessarily to have on her own body, but mm. that's what she wanted. She didn't care what it was attached to, who it was attached to. In yeah. fact, I'm surprised since a lot of that movie was shot in Rome, mm. she wasn't attacking some of them old statues. How do you know she wasn't? She might have been. Maybe they edited that out. She might have been backing into some of them. <laughs> Because she was just yeah. desperate. Oh, I like that attribute. For Dicky, 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 Dicky. 
who turned out to be not Dickie <laughs> at all, but he was like Tom Ripley, right. believe it or not. Daisy has a very good point about last night's game. Did you or George happen to notice? George didn't watch I it. did not watch it, no. That Tebow had John 316 oh, scrolled over oh that black God. stuff. No, I didn't notice that because I didn't watch it that closely. In fact, I only watched it when Oklahoma had the ball. Soon as the Gators got the ball, I turned over to the uh, hockey game. I turned over to the racing. I turned over to anything else, movies, anything. Daisy asks, and perhaps you can answer since you're the religion expert on the show, pardon me, but what the F does Jesus have to do with playing football or any other sports? Asks well, Daisy. As please, has always please, been the case. Uh, what? I was going to explain it. Go ahead. As has always been the case, whether it's a, a sporting event or war or anything like that, everyone knows that God and Jesus have have favorites, and they're going to make whoever win who prays the most and uh, puts on the biggest religious show. has nothing to do with who uh, the better player is or anything like that or who which uh, team is the better team. It's who prays okay, the talking. hardest. I'm going to go with another little bottle of 7-Up. Okay. Oh, I was done. No. Can't be done. I'm done. No. Oh, my God. That's what you get. See, one thing about Diet 7-Up, you don't have to buy caffeine-free. Right. Because there's no caffeine in any 7-Up. Am I right? You're right. Makes for a good mixer also. Oh, I love... Diet 7-Up. There goes the first little bottle, and now here's another one. Listen. Oh, do you hear that? I don't think we can play that sound. <laughs> it was a 7-Up part. Yeah, I think, it sounded it not so silent. Oh, don't forget, next Wednesday at 2.30, we got that big uh, powwow. Have you, have you got the memo yet? I did not get anything, no. Of course, I think that they continue to try to send email to me at uh, george at wqim.com. No items in this view on our emails, by the way. But here's that really uh, good one from Peter, I think. I don't know. Hey, Neil, I'm so tired of people being so critical of Taco Bell and other so-called substandard cuisine. The truth is that if people really knew the crap that goes into the food they eat, they'd probably lose their appetite forever. Every day there's another expose on unsanitary restaurants and practices. They try to scare us with how unclean, unhealthy these establishments are, how we should all stay clear. I worked at a restaurant company many years ago that had a good reputation for serving quality food and being sanitary. In reality, when the kitchen was busy and everyone ran around like crazy trying to get the orders out, the kitchen became a pig pen with crap everywhere. If the patrons knew what was going on in the kitchen, they would never return. I'm sure this is not uncommon with many restaurants people think are clean and healthy. Anyway, my point is, don't think about what goes into your food too much or the quality of the product you think that they're serving you. Just let your taste buds be your barometer and eat what tastes good. Don't think about what you're eating too much. Just enjoy it. If it tastes good, eat it. Yeah. There are too many things out there that can actually cause you harm. Food rarely does. And for all you food snobs out there, just keep on overpaying for all those culinary experiences that everybody tells you you have to have to truly live while the rest of us fill our guts with lowbrow, inexpensive, delicious dining that might not be served at the Ritz, but sometimes will give us the Schmitz, says Peter from Boca. I think Peter's got his thumb on it, don't you? Sounds about right. On it and deep in it. It's Friday, you bastards. He scored the sweetest bag all gone the next day. It's too many 
seats in your dime bag. Getting to the party two minutes too late. Isn't it the chronic? Don't you think? It's not playing when it last falling breaks. It's a free bag when you're already baked. It's a good weed that you just didn't take. Who would have thought you'd get it? You already ate a no stone sign, a law that you break. It's like 10,000 joints when all you need is a light. It's like having the dealer of your dreams and then finding out he's got 10 delights. And isn't it the chronic? Don't you think? Yeah, I really do think it's not playing when you last long break. It's a free bag when you're already baked. It's a good weed that you just didn't take. Who would have thought you'd get it? 1233 at 560 WQM. Here's a good one from one of my good, good fans. It says, your ratings are in the toilet. You never take calls. George is just your yes man. Yes. You endlessly read boring emails. What happened to the old sharp and cutting Neil who understood how to make a talk show entertaining, move and sound exciting? I guess you just got old and busted. Right. I'm old and busted. Well, speaking of busty, I tried to print out the picture. Yeah. I, what? Oh, very picture nice. Of, Thank uh, you. Tim Tebow's girlfriend. Nice. Did you see it? Yeah, I'm looking at it now. I forwarded it to you. Thank you. Wow. Can you believe that? No wonder he found she religion. Is... <laughs> I wonder if she's got John 316 tattooed on those bazoombas, huh? Uh, I don't know, but I'd say oh my God. all the yeah. time if that was my girlfriend. Holy moly, man. She yeah. has got gigantic melons, man. Hey, whatever. I'll go to the Philippines and circumcise kids if that was my girlfriend. Really? You think he's biting on those a little bit? <laughs> Good religious boy like Tim Tebow, not him. Now, that one call, it, it just it sticks in my mind from many, many, many moons ago. Some old geezer calling about. It was when we had the story about how Tom Brady had impregnated some other a hot chick. And he called and said, oh, I thought he was a clean-cut boy, Tom Brady. Like clean-cut boys don't go out and screw their brains out, right? Right, only as often as they can. And what happened to his engagement, his uh, impending marriage with Giselle Munch, Munchkin? I don't know. Tom Brady. Didn't you read that? No. They were going to tie you the You might knot? have read it. I ignored it. Well, why is that? You're just jealous. Because I don't jealous. care. I don't You're care. jealous. No. Oh, well, she, she ain't in the same league with these bazoombas on uh, no, Tim Tebow. No, absolutely. Game. Well, that's what happens when you pray to the Lord hard enough. And I'll guarantee you, it's hard enough. Larry says that email about restaurants is right on the money. Been in the business 40 years, but when you're pumping out food, sometimes things happen. With what I know about restaurants, I can't believe I eat out all the time. But there is a difference between a filthy restaurant and a clean one that just gets messy when they're busy. P.S. How about a happy birthday for Soupy Sales? He was 83 yesterday. How do you like that? Good old Soupy, 83. Now, there was a funny guy. 
And you know, you know the reason he was funny? No. Well, one of the reasons is because he was funny looking. Yeah. Now, Jay Leno is funny looking. The only problem is he's not uh, funny. Yeah. See the difference? All the time. Soupy Sales, funny guy. What's my line? Boy, oh boy, 83. There's hope for all of us, especially since I'm stoned and I'm old. What is it? Old and busted. Whatever that means. 1,165 votes on the uh, survey. That's not too bad. I'm going to leave it up till we get to whatever we want. Until uh, sometime later on. Brandon is back again. Just wondering, I prefer Pepsi over Coke anytime. Yes, but I really do love RC. RC Cola. Well, I haven't had that in a long time. Right. Diet RC is just fine. Very is similar. It? Very similar Don't to have Pepsi. Here. Yes. I never see it here. We do have Dr. Diet, Doc, Diet Dr. Pecker. And the other day, somebody gave me some flack over uh, saying how I could like crap like that. It certainly is uh, not because of the price, because it's the most expensive soda usually. But also, I like some of the local sodas we have, like Iron Beer. Do you have any other kinds of soda you like outside the usual stuff? Brandon, I'm going to tell you, if it's going to get down to the point where we're going to discuss what kind of soda we like, we might as well shut this baby off. <laughs> Anybody buy a good watch? How about that Milky Way Dark? <laughs> And we have another live shot from Channel 7 of the Gator buses arriving at the airport and watching them get off the bus. Hey, Tim, get off the bus. I knew you'd appreciate that photo. Oh, yeah. Tim Tebow's girlfriend. Would, I mean, I, I wouldn't say she's all that. She, her face is okay. She's all right. Yeah. But her bazoombas, man, who wants to look at her face? She has a very pretty face. Does she? Yes. Well, let me look at it again. Uh, I think I lost it. I didn't. Oh, I, Mark I says, it. the reason nobody listening to your show today is because everyone's listening to Bubba. And you want to know why? Because Bubba has a bear in the studio today, and he's licking uh, honey off people's heads. This is groundbreaking radio. When was the last time you had something that exciting on your show? Well, guess what? Bubba's not on now. Bubba gets a 4.0 share. When's the last time you had a 4.0? Oh, this is well, this is one of the deleted chronics. I'm looking for the picture of the boobs. Well, I found one boob. Is Bubba on now in this market? No. Isn't don't they carry a show in the morning? You're asking me? Yes. No. They don't? I don't know. Oh. Well what do you know? You're I know just that, a yes you're just a yes man. That's right. I know that Tim Tebow's girlfriend has John three sixteen written on her boobs. I bet she does. Let's see. Here's the one. Your ratings are in the toilet. Hope you're freezing your ass off up there in Toronto. God almighty. How dare you laugh at George for coming? Oh, this is the one I tried to print out, and it didn't the print. This is also from a You're My Bitch. I see. At AOL.com. Mm. Remember him? No. Well, I'm printing it out. Okay. I'm old and uh, and busted. Busted, whatever you know. that means. Still Bust. Well, he, he got the busting from, what's her name there? From Blondie, with the gigantic, humongous bazoombas. I mean, those things are, like, dangerous. They've never hurt anyone. She ought to have, have to register those as, like, a, le a lethal weapon. Here's uh, this one. You're my bitch. How dare you laugh at George for commenting on the wilderness in Connecticut? Just because we don't all enjoy the same pointless, empty, boring crap you do doesn't mean you should laugh at us. Don't laugh at us. <laughs> what about the Schmidt that you like? Horse racing and hockey and gambling. Bah! Those are all parts of an equation that result in boring, crap-ass radio show. You, sir, are a buffoon. 
If you'd be a little more open to exploring the world, you'd realize there's more to it than just the garbage you partake in. How dare you laugh at him? <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Now I Open your mind and your eyes, Pally. There's some more, way more behind Jolly Joe, blah, blah, mo, blah, QAM, blah, wah, wah, bitch and moan. This is the bitch and moan show on QAM. That's right. George, get your own show and talk about something worth something. I'll listen. Get that guy you had on Monday, Lee or Flea or whomever, and it'd be way better than this baloney. Bah, bah, says, you're my bitch. <laughs> Thank you. Your biggest name. Get your own show, George. Yeah, I got your show ready to Friday, you bastards. Yo, 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 this is Kevin Federline, K-Fed, with exciting news for those of you wanting to lose weight. Yeah, I'll admit I was getting a little fat on the gravy train, so I decided to do something about it. Well, actually, something was done for me, but screw her, you know? Anyway, introducing... Federline Cuisine. Federline Cuisine is the easy way to lose weight because, well, you don't eat much because, well, you can't afford to. Federline Cuisine is awesome. Piece of steak. Pasta. A crab leg. Maybe. And for dessert, this used to be ice cream, I think. Yeah, you get all this food that don't cost nothing. Where do I get all this great grub? Out in back of the restaurant in the big green box. <laughs> it's like a buffet. Better lean cuisine. Not just a diet, it's a way of life. 1246 at 560 WQM. What a, what a timely uh, email I got here. Another one from, from my mom? Greg, what? Another one from my mom? No, from Greg in Melbourne. Oh. No, this isn't one kissing your ass. Oh, damn it. It says, just to update you on important Bubba news, and by the way, Bubba is on 6 to 10 in the morning in this market. So this jackass, this uh, deleted idiot, oh, they're all listening to Bubba. Well, yeah, sure they are. I guess they recorded it and they're all listening between uh, now while I'm on. Greg says Bubba's now here in Central Florida, and he sounds just about the same as the other 12 guys pushing their small envelopes of FM broadcasting. About as cutting edge as an interview with Bill Belichick and as exciting as hearing a tuba solo. Says Greg in Melbourne. I guess not too impressed. <clears throat> By the way, I did uh, find that picture. And you're right. She's fine. There's not a damn thing wrong with her. No. She's got a great face and these gigantic... Do you think those are real? Uh, no. They're not. But even, even assuming that they're not real, I'd say she's, she's as close to a uh, perfect 10 as it gets. I'll let you know. <laughs> Yeah, and he, on the other hand, is as ugly as my he ass. He plays football. Yeah. That's it. He's a jock. A few He's words. a dumb play guitar, jock. If you can sing, if you can play Who football, doesn't matter what you look like. little boys in the Philippines in his spare time. God. And who uh, is also a good Christian. In fact, it says here, have you seen Tebow's girlfriend think he's a good Christian? Nice cans, says Matt. Thanks, I'm, Matt. I'm sure they're both, uh, you know, very chaste. Yeah. She's being chaste. Mm-hmm. I guarantee By he me. ain't being chased. God, is he ugly. I mean, not you know, you can be a great athlete and be ugly. Johnny Bauer didn't look so good. How about those make-believes, how they really suck? They stink. And how about those Panthers in front of about 40 rabid fans last night? Although 35 of them went home to watch the football game. What a, what a joke. How dare you laugh at George? I already read that. <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> It's you're my bitch, That's man. That's right. Chris would make it a funny face. But he's not there. Somewhere he is. 
Oh, Brandon is just, um... <laughs> I'm just trying to think of things to talk about, Brandon says. Yeah, evidently so is everybody else. They were showing videos of Tony Segreto on Channel 6, narrated by Joe Rose. Lots of old video of Hank with Tony was shown, too. No shots of Hank holding a fork like that one in the video I once showed you. Yeah, let, let's hear it for Tony Segreto. This is his last day. We tried that yesterday, and they don't care. They don't care. Oh, this is great. Fool's Paradise, mindless sex in Miami. I'll print it out right now. Okay. Now, and speaking of that, now, I had like a zillion people yesterday emailing me. About, I didn't bother with it on the air because I already had the story, but I never got around to it. Porn industry citing limp economy seeks its own U.S. bailout. They took that for like serious. Mm -hmm. And they had Larry Flynn on the news last night. And, you know, it's a put on. It's a joke. Right, right. It's to make a point. And these people are breathlessly sending it to me. Oh, Neil, did you see this? Although, quite frankly, I'd rather, you know, I'd rather give some of my tax money for some good porn, if they ever make any more, as opposed to some of the crap that they're giving the money to. Make your own. Those who associate Miami Beach with wrinkled retirees, says the New York Post, will find their jaws drooping when they read Stephen Gaines' new expose, Fool's Paradise, out January 27th from Crown. The book details the city's hedonistic decadence, which includes how threesomes have become the rage, how the population of bisexual women is exploding, and how easy it is to score drugs. You can buy a tab of ecstasy as easy as a pack of gum, Gaines writes. Among the bigger-than-life characters he chronicles are Thomas Kramer, the kinky German playboy whose $60 million Star Island estate has video cameras in every room. He also bears new details on the seamy story of Chris Paciello, the mob-linked nightclub czar who dated Madonna. Remember him? Yep. yep. Miami Beach is a rich city on a little sandbar whose primary business is sex, Gaines said. Miami Beach is all about a dirty weekend and mindless good fun. A dirty weekend. Well, I hope you all have a real great dirty weekend. How do you like that? Thank Stuff you. Inspire me to play They So Dirty. I'd love to have a dirty weekend. Yeah, me too. They're all listening to Bubba. Skewer a, a, a jackass. A pig is looking Bubba's... Rectum. Sitting at home watching Dwight Lauderdale. Talking about how bums are stealing 95 guard rail. When suddenly, with a bulletin to dish up onto the screen, came his partner Ann Bishop. She said, this just in to Eyewitness News. It's Governor Martinez and the two live crew will have more details coming up at 5.30. He pulled them from the stores because they so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. They curse all the time. Oh, they're so dirty. So, so, so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. They curse all the time. Bob had heard the album and he was appalled. He said, thank you, Janet Reno. I'm glad that you called. We've got to take a stand against this dirty rhyme. Besides, it's really close to election time. His Broward judge friend said, I will not fail ya. We'll censor any mention of genitalia. They're selling sex to kids going through puberty. The two live crew, yeah, they so dirty. 
53 at 560 WQM. We got the big O. Rock solid. Up at 2 o'clock, although they are protesting outside the building. They're lined up all the way to uh, Jacksonville in protest of the big O. Why, why do they hate him so much? That's what Barry Jackass wants to know. I don't know. Maybe we'll get maybe we'll get some emails about that. I doubt it, though. Mike says, I believe Neil might have a low IQ. Don't be mad, but I think Neil might have a low IQ, he says. We know that Neil spends a good portion of his free time playing slot machines. In case you don't know, playing slot machines is a mind-numbing activity. How can you be entertained for so many hours doing the same repetitive activity? This doesn't make any sense unless you also factor in that Neil might not have a high IQ. And here comes the best part. As, okay. as the life, life instruction continues from the South Florida audience... I just don't understand how anyone can be so easily entertained by playing slots. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't understand it. Change your so I, I uh, lifestyle, I, would you? I guess I have to explain it to him. Sure. Let me say it again. Just like Taco Bell, just like the Red Lobster here in Toronto, just like Hershey bars, I like it. Mm -hmm. I enjoy it. Penis. I beg your pardon? Oh, I was just adding things to the list. I like it. Mike. Neil might have a low IQ. That's right. Neil has a low IQ because he doesn't enjoy doing the same things that you do. Because Neil doesn't give a flying crap about the Gator game last night, about Tim's freaking Tebow and his born-again bull crap. Different strokes for different folks. I enjoy it. Okay? It's my hobby. It's my pastime. And I do fairly well at it. If I lost my ass all the time, I wouldn't enjoy it and I wouldn't go back. But, of course, that's what this show has turned into ever since we started with the emails. I have to explain myself to the world why I like certain kinds of food, why I enjoy playing slot machines, why I do this, why I do that, why I stay here most of the year as opposed to being down there in the bright sunshine with all the losers and the jerks. God, is that a beauty or what? Perfect. I have a low IQ because I... So all you people are going like to Vegas and overwhelmingly far and away... The most popular and the biggest take in the Vegas is the slots. Is there any debate about that? No. Nope. So all you people who enjoy doing that, you have a low IQ. 1,176 tallies on our survey. Other than Neil, which WQM show do you listen to the most? I only listen to Neil, 578, 49.1%. Jim Manwich, 318. Joe Rose, 132. I don't listen to QM at all, 97, 8.2%. Then get off our website, you idiots. The Big O, 26, ESPN Radio, 15, Damon Amendolara, 8, 
DA. And Dolphins Hotline is still stuck with the same three that Volcamper voted early this morning. I just hate people that use snappy openers for their show segments. Like that one to two hour. It seems Britney Spears' legal team has finally had enough. Senator Hillary Clinton was clearly emotional at a midday event in Dover. Police arrive at Britney's home where they reportedly hear her giggling hysterically inside a locked bathroom. A possible breakthrough in the two-month-old writer's strike. Roger Clemens fires back the baseball great denies charges of using steroids and human growth hormone. Quarterback Tony Romo, who did not play very well against the Giants, is getting blasted in Dallas for spending last weekend in Cabo with girlfriend and bad luck charm Jessica Simpson. Britney Spears still isn't allowed to visit her children. Fighting for the Democratic lead, Obama and Clinton took the gloves off. New England Patriots are going to be 18-0 going into the Super Bowl. The Giants are going to the Super Bowl. Well, the Boston Globe is so confident the Patriots will win the Super Bowl. Their sports staff has already written a book about the team's perfect 19-0 season. The Giants it's day four for Britney Spears at UCLA Medical Center on involuntary psychiatric hold. Amy Winehouse, they've tried to make her go to rehab and now she has. Hillary Clinton knows she has to turn the tide. 3.49 for a gallon of regular unleaded gas ties a record. New York Governor Elliot Spitzer apologizes after being linked to a major prostitution ring. Former Beatle Paul McCartney is paying big time to settle his divorce with Heather Mills. Senator Hillary Clinton is backing away from her story that she came under sniper fire during a trip to Bosnia as First Lady. Richie Zambora, the lead guitarist for Bon Jovi, is out of jail this morning after being arrested for drunk driving. We now know who the Democratic nominee is going to be, and no one's going to dispute it. Three tornadoes have left neighborhoods in southeast Virginia devastated. Miley Cyrus, topless. If the Democratic nomination battle is supposedly over, Somebody forgot to tell Hillary Clinton. All right, day two of the R. Kelly child pornography trial. Senator Edward Kennedy has been diagnosed with a malignant brain tumor. It was so hot, I saw Amy Winehouse smoking a cracksicle. But one week from today, Barack Obama hopes to have enough delegates to become the Democratic nominee. The unveiling of the iPhone 2.0. At least two dozen people have been hospitalized after eating contaminated raw tomatoes. As a result of his sudden and unexpected death, he's being mourned like a president or a pope. Tim Russert died. On Friday, just 58 years old. AAA reports the average price of unleaded regular is now 407. He taught us what we can't say on television and where we should put all the stuff we have. Comic icon George Carlin has passed away. You're not the only one getting hit by high gas prices. Many prostitution houses are also hurting. Some media reports have suggested A-Rod may be romantically linked with singer Madonna. 330 active wildfires in California. And thousands of homes are threatened, although not nearly as many homes threatened by countrywide mortgage. AAA says the national average for unleaded regular is about 4.11 a gallon. Anheuser-Busch has agreed to a $52 billion takeover. Mortgage giants Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are getting help from the Treasury Department, a bailout, and canine cuisine will be off limits at some restaurants during next month's Olympic Games in Beijing. General Motors is in trouble. Brett Favre says he doesn't feel welcome in Green Bay. And Angelina Jolie news and the baby twins while well, they finally left the hospital in Nice, France over the weekend. Senator John McCain is Jumping all over Obama. Former presidential hopeful John Edwards is now responding to a tabloid report that he had an affair. Edwards says this is simply not true. You're not allowed to streak in Beijing for the Olympics. Federal investigators want to know what Mary-Kate Ashland knows about the death of her friend Heath Ledger. One of the most important qualities in the next president of the United States is to be very, very, 
very old. The woman John Edwards says he had an affair with is refusing to have a paternity test on her young child. Swimming scene on Michael Phelps' quest for perfection. I'm a hockey mom from Alaska. David Duchovny has voluntarily checked himself into a rehab facility for sex addiction. You can actually see Russia from land here in Alaska. Don LaFontaine, who was arguably the best voiceover guy ever, has passed away. Tom Brady got hit right on the knee. You, know, you, you can put uh, lipstick on a pig. It's still a pig. United Airlines is doubling its fee to check a second bag on domestic flights. Clay Aiken makes the most unsurprising announcement in years. Yup, I'm gay. McCain doesn't think the current bailout proposal will pass. We're a couple of mavericks. Gosh darn it. Obama has his first clear lead over John McCain. Paul Newman's legacy will live on for years. The Dow dropped almost 780 points. The Rays move on to the World Series to take on the Philadelphia Phillies. Sarah Palin going rogue. Governor Sarah Palin is still defending herself over the $150,000 wardrobe the Republican National Committee bought her. And CNN can now project that Barack Obama, 47 years old will become the president-elect of the United States. We know the challenges that tomorrow will bring are the greatest of our lifetime. Leaders from the big three automakers were back on Capitol Hill today working to secure a massive bailout. New York Giants star receiver Plaxico Burris is being charged with a crime after shooting himself in the leg. The deadly face-off in Mumbai, India continues to unfold. Las Vegas judge Jackie Glass rejected Simpson's apology and sentenced him up to 33 years in prison. Nationwide average for a gallon of regular unleaded is now $1.72. Oprah Winfrey opens about her recent weight gain. Michael Jackson's famous glittering glove is going on the auction. The House has passed the big three auto bailout bill. The economy is so bad, it's on ad today for the new Trump trailer park. That's how bad. Yeah. Six at five sixty WQM boy that thing is six minutes long it, it's like um, great American Pie I got so much done did you yep now you know what you forgot what Remind I almost me. forgot too three in front from two hours second and finally back to Molten Machismo's all out to hang on just a couple minutes till the first race at Gulfstream what was the time one fifteen I got my uh, I printed up my little sheet here too your little sheet so I can uh, you know play along. Oh, so to what, speak. What does that mean? Well, it's just the uh, the program sheet, that first thing we got, so that oh. I can see what you're talking about. So I have a visual aid. Well, guess who the jockey is on the one in the second race? Leroy Nelson. Where is Nelson? He's on the one horse. I think I'm going with the one, even though um, she looks like a puker. Hickory Gray? Yeah, but at least she's had a whole bunch of starts, 13 lifetime starts, and at least she's raced this distance. This race is a mile. And she's gone a mile and a mile on 16th her last uh, several. Okay. Whereas most of the other fillies in here. This is uh, maiden claiming. These are El Cheapo uh, fillies. How the hell do you handicap a race like this? Darts. So I think that's what I'm going to do is go with Hickory Gray, the one. Even though okay. she did puke badly and uh, her speed ratings are pretty lame. That whole speed rating thing, I don't know. I don't know. Those buyer speed ratings? Yeah. I should pick one just for fun. Go ahead. 
This is just a dry run for next uh, week's, uh, next Friday's um, Pick the Pony contest from Gulfstream, which hopefully we'll have it organized by then and uh, people know what they're doing. We'll have it done. I don't know. Pick number seven. Number seven? Yeah, it's 21. My latest Tw- flame? 20 to flame? Flame? Yeah. Wow. My latest flame. Cute. Who's the jockey on that? Thomas. Yeah, whatever that is, whoever. D. Thomas? Never heard of uh, it. What's this uh, black on, black off business over here next to uh, these horses' names? Black on, black off. Don't you see that right next to... Uh... I'm, not, I'm, not look, I'm not looking at the racing Oh, okay. Form. Well, then never mind. I'm not looking at that stupid thing you're looking at. The what program do you mean, sheet. What do you mean black on, black well, off? that's why I was asking because I don't know what it means. Blinders on? Maybe. Blinkers on? Sounds good. Blinders on like Joe Bell. Blinkers on like a horse. Okay. I'll buy anyway, it. Anyway, the horse you picked uh, got two chances, okay? None and less than none. I know. Last start, January the 2th, 8th by 15 lengths. Although it's dropping down from uh, ra- racing in better company. The race before that, 10th by 35 lengths. And the race before that, 9th by 25 lengths. All right. The race before that, it trailed and eased. In other words, it didn't finish the race. The race before that, 11th by 28 lengths. And the race before that, 7th by 30 lengths. My latest flame. Wow. Didn't do that too good. So that's good. We can compete. I'll take the one, and you got the seven. Right. And the way this deal is going to work, you'll be able to sign up on WQM.com. And Josh Cordes, don't ask me why him. Oh, we could come up with our own uh, scam uh, method. Like, you know, they could attach pictures to their entry form. No, I'm not going to. Oh, I see. (laughs) And, of course, there'll be bogus pictures anyway. And they'll be sending pictures of Brady Quinn saying, I want to win, Neil. Bet Uh the 50 bucks for me. uh, Tim Tebow's girlfriend there. And it turned turned out to look like Tim Tebow, who looks like he looks like 20 pounds of dog crap slapped on his puss, on his neck. He is nasty. I mean, Brady Quinn was a pretty damn good college quarterback, too, and looked good. You know what I'm saying? Tom Brady at Michigan. There was a great college quarterback and looked just fine. There's nothing wrong with looking good. You don't have to be an ugly goofball like Godzilla. Oh, we worship Tim Tebow. Though. He, and, and let me tell you this. I did watch the uh, Gators-Hurricanes game earlier in the year, last early in the season. And most of that game, he stunk the joint out. He couldn't get arrested in a panty raid. But he does have that hot chick with the big, gigantic boobs, which I'm sure is what. Oh, here's the first race at Gulfstream. What we should do is just take the whole one to two hour and on Friday and hey, just turn it into a... All right. Well, I, I bet you there's no new emails in there. I got one from Spiegs. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's three of them. Joe says, Neil, the only reason people give you advice is because their life is in the crapper. So to make them feel good, they want to fix and bitch about your life. Fix and bitch. Four minutes to post time, by the way, in the first race. Of course, me saying this makes me bitching about the emailers, but I won't tell you how to live your life because over 30 years on the air in South Florida, I think you're doing a much better job on life than most, if not the emailers that included me, says Joey T. from Cooper City. Thanks, Joey T. Have a great New Year. Big Joe in Boynton says, I miss good polls. Well, screw you. Go out and find one and then, then figure out where to stick it. Chronic Jason says, I knew you wouldn't want to miss the Scottish American Society of South Florida. Oh, my God. Robert Burns, 250th anniversary dinner and concert and dance, the Highland Games. 
January 10th. It's tomorrow. Florida Stadium, uh, Fort Lauderdale Stadium event. You want to go see the bagpipers? Boy, that is. Yeah, it is. Oh. Oh, here you go. What would you say was the best radio experience of your career? Undoubtedly, WQM is not it. <laughs> is it the IOD days? Unfortunately, I'm only a listener since QM probably missed the best of your career. Oh, for sure. You guys were pretty much on your game during the Mo, uh, Mo Farrell era of QAM. Hasn't been quite the same since fat-ass Joe Bell blows. It hasn't been the same because it can't be the same. When are you people going to understand it? I mean, I'm not knocking this emailer, but I'm, I'm just telling you. It is what they'll let us uh, do, and which isn't much. It's terrestrial radio. And that one email early in the show about the, um, as a matter of fact, it was the one from Jerry Reynolds. It was the very first one about the guy nobody ever heard of, Dave Michaels. Okay. And the thing about Justin Tinkerbell and Janet Jackson, that, that's for sure. That's when it started. That's when the FCC went ape Schmidt, And that's when all radio management on terrestrial radio, oh, jeez, oh, you know, started cowering and all the fines started coming down. And uh, it wasn't so good. You know? Oh, we're fine. Did, did, did. First race at Gulfstream coming up in two minutes. You want to pick one in here? Oh, the first race? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got the second race. We got that one licked. It'll we'll do something it. a little bit less ridiculous. Oh, but we got to do the break. How are we going to do this? Take it. Take it now. Take it now. Miss the race. Biggest name. Miss the race. Neil Rogers. Neil. Some pervert unzipped his fly to get serviced by a guy standing in the bathroom stall. He'll stick his junk right through the wall. Eighteen at five sixty WQM. I wonder how many of these clowns out there that are still so whipped up about that football game last night. I wonder how many of them would line up on the other side of the glory hole if Tim Tebow. Oh, oh boy, we're sticking his junk through there. God. And in fact, I think he gives new meaning to the word junk. So the six horse won by four lengths in the first race, eleven to one shot. Wow, at Gulfstream. But we we weren't picking that one anyway. Right? No, I, I like the six. So <laughs> I used to have a friend like that in Detroit. When I went to a Michigan State, and we used to drive to a Detroit Hazel Park all the time, go to the track at night, and he, the, there was never a race he didn't pick the winner in. After the race. Uh, after, oh, okay. After, I told you I liked the three. I told you it was the seven. Every race. I mean, nobody's perfect, but he was. Hickory Gray in the second race that won with Larry Nelson in the irons. They're going a mile, maiden claiming. $10,000 purse, 12500 uh, is the claiming price. 
Two has taken a big drop, but also been off for a couple of months. Shipper from Churchill Downs, where the unctuous Mike Battaglia used to call the races. Now been relegated to Turfway Park. So, somebody actually sent me an email. Just, it was before the holidays, defending Mike Battaglia. Who? He's the race caller. He's a horrible, just awful race caller. Uh, terrible. Horrible. He is to race calling what Josh Friedman is to the to humanity. You thought I was going to say to, to broadcasting. I, w- I wouldn't even include him. Can you believe he's on over there across the street? Okay. I'll believe like anything. Like you said, it's just it's just a revolving door back and it's forth. It's a fraternity, forth man. Mahatma Gandhi, though the uh, fake one, said obviously. No, I think it's the real one. Sends me the top ten celebrities most likely to die in two thousand nine. I like Mahatma Gandhi. He sends me some good stuff that kills some really good time. Good. Now, who did you pick in the uh, second race? Oh, that uh, 20 to 1 shot, my latest flame. 7 to 1? 7 horse. 7 horse. Six lifetime starts, never hit the board. And be lucky to finish the race. (laughs) No, in fact, fact, this filly started one time in a mile race at Calder, trailed and eased, which means didn't even finish the race. Wow. At 73 to 1. The odds on this filly in, in its uh, six races, 76 to 1 last time, 113 to 1 before that, 80 to 1, 73 to 1, 90 to 1, and 35 to 1 in its first start when it finished 7th by 30 lengths. George knows how to pick and watch. Could, it could have happened. It won't. I know. Andy Rooney is number one, most likely to die, according to Mahatma Gandhi. Cause heart attack. Reason only God and his doctor truly know what Andy Rooney's blood pressure is, but years and years of wild boviations and tasteless ranting have left this, left this nearly 90-year-old man looking like a cross between Blue from Old School and Brooks from the Shawshank Redemption. Not the best of signs considering both those characters die. Chance of seeing an obituary, 75% for Andy Looney. Number two, Tom Sizemore, cause overdose. Once a noted alpha male character actor, Tom Sizemore's life has been in free fall for more than five years. Arrested for assaulting Madam to the Stars Heidi Fleiss and smoking crystal meth, among other things, Sizemore spent months behind bars but has been relatively quiet lately, except for that gross sex tape. Still, anyone who's seen intervention knows the chances of relapsing are astonishingly high, plus willpower doesn't seem to be his primary skill. Chances seeking an obituary? Of seeing one, 65%. Three, Senator Robert Byrd. Cause, natural causes, or by duel? Uh, Reason, as bluntly outspoken as he is decrepit, Robert Byrd once wrote, I shall die a thousand times and see old glory trampled on the dirt never to rise again, then to see this beloved land of ours become degraded by race, ra- race mongrels. The great state of West Virginia has elected him every six years since 1958. Yes, we can. Chance of seeing an obituary, 65%. Four, Peter Falk, cause Alzheimer's. Reason, currently battling old people's kryptonite, as I call it. TV, uh, TV's, uh, what you call it, Columbo, has an evidence uh, locker full of ailments and problems. Probably set on by life, living life for 81 years, not opium. What does that mean? I don't know. I got a chance to meet Falk, and he seemed like a hell of a nice guy. Unfortunately, you can't kill death with kindness. Besides, you don't expect him to be able to read your stories every night for the rest of your life, did you, Fred Savage? Chance of seeing an obituary on Peter Falk, 
Number five, Amy Winehouse. Mm. Cause overdose, regularly injecting herself with heinous cocktails of crack, heroin, meth, and alcohol before shoving her fingers down her throat to purge. Amy Winehouse is pretty much effed six ways to Sunday. Best case scenario, if she quits tomorrow, her body will slowly erode from years of degradation, turning her into a low-functioning Ozzy Osbourne or a high-functioning grade with de- developmental disabilities. Chance to sing an obituary, 60%. 21 minutes to a post for the second race of Gulfstream, by the way. So 144. Okay? Okay. I'm just telling you right now, maybe write it down, 144. Because you know me, I'm old and decrepit. And, and, uh, and busted. Busted. Six, Patrick Swayze caused cancer. Reason I knew I'd, uh, I knew I'd regret this pick. I will later say as Patrick Swayze puts me down with one roundhouse kick before zealously pummeling my emotionless face with borderline unnecessary hammer fist. Never bet against the Swayze, he'll say as clock strikes midnight, welcoming 2010. At least that's what I hope happens, but betting against pancreatic cancer is like starting a knife fight at the double deuce. Or is that the double douche? Seek, uh, chance of seeing an obituary, 55%. Number seven, Pete Doherty. I don't even know who that is. Do you know who that is? Nope. Cause, overdose. Just because he wasn't famous or acclaimed enough to die at 27 doesn't mean he won't pack it in at 29 or 30. Thought by some naive experts to have been clean since the latter part of 07, the lead singer of The Baby Shambles was recently outed for excessive drug use by his own manager. I don't know his manager personally, but that's normally a position which adheres to the strictest of secrecies unless the situation is life or death. Here's hope he follows the advice on George Michael's iconic shirt. Chance of seeing an obituary, 50%. The baby shambles. You don't know them? Nope. Neither do I. Eight, Artie Lang. Cause, coke, booze, and weight-induced heart attack. Reason, there are two types of fat guys in Hollywood. Chris Farley, or his first season on Saturday Night Live, and Chris Farley in Almost Heroes. John Candy in Blues Brothers, and John Candy in Wagons East. Fatty Arbuckle before the rape scandal, and Fatty Arbuckle after the rape scandal. Artie Lang has been battling above, batting above his dirty work days for years. Add the extra points with recent reports he stopped seeing a drug counselor and missed so much work on the Howard Stern Show, and things don't look peachy for the man who mused in a recent stand-up special on how much money he could have gotten in Vegas for outliving Heath Ledger. Chance will see an obituary, 40%. Nine, Roger Ebert. Cause overall ailing health. It says, if heaven exists, I can't wait to see... Why he only gave it three and a half stars. Isn't that cute? Cute. Roger Ebert. Chance will see an obituary 30% and 10 I'm not going to read. We don't need the, we don't need the Secret Service knocking on the door. Thanks, Mahatma. Love your right. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Holy cow, Aaron's coming. All new, January 5th. I am mad at myself. I can't believe I'm still talking about weight. This is who I am, accept it or not. I am a staggering 530 pounds. I'm too fat to go to the gym. My fresh, enormous. They don't get any bigger than this. No, no, no. Skin hanging down. Yep. That one's definitely bigger. Ah. I farted. <laughs> we'll let you take that in a minute. Oprah's Best Life Week. One hamburger at a time. Oh, there was that damn raspberry. It was a boysenberry this time. I see. Wasn't it? it smelled like a boysenberry. Oh. <laughs> it smelled like a poisonberry. I really am sympathetic for Oprah, not... I'm so sick and tired of her and her fat. And her, you know, I'm fat. I've battled fat for a zillion years. 
And, and every now and then I make the mistake of going on here and saying, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and I never do it. But she, she uses her fat and her gluttony like as a weapon. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I do. Here's the first race at the fairgrounds. It's Forestley. This guy that caused the race at the fairgrounds, he's another one with like a speech impediment. Three, number three, he, he's got like a quaggle. Running at the fairgrounds, and Sato broke right on cue. He's okay, but he's strange. that? See, he's got an e, e, e. Got like a nasal thing, you know what I'm saying? Fifth part close up. Anyway, uh, 144 will have that second race at Gulfstream. All right. Oh, here's a good one in, in line with that from Kim. Yo, let me ask you a question. Yo. Why did you steal Paul and Ron's Polly's pick? Polly started that a long time ago. Now, since you have no material, you steal other people's gig. I'm so sick of your same old garbage. You pathetic. You're old and you're gay. Just retire. Signed, a concerned Palm Beach citizen. Yeah, I, I apologize for stealing Paul and Ron's material. Oh, you ought to be. Like all these Chinamen. Chuck says the Glory Hole song is the funniest parody I've heard in a while. Absolutely hilarious. Well, that's why I keep playing it, because we don't have too much that, you know, we can laugh at. If it's funny, basically we can't play it. And Oprah better quit with those uh, blueberries and boysenberries. <coughs> oh. And the Pig Latin School bit earlier made me wonder if it's okay to call the show and say, Ucking Fay Itche. You think we can get fined in Pig Latin? Love your show and keep up the good work. Thanks, Charles. Yeah, Thank point. you. Let's uh, keep doing it until we are. Oh, Ucking Fay Fay Wayne. Remember <laughs> Fay Wayne? <laughs> Five Horse wins the uh, first race, 8-1 to one at the fairgrounds. I wonder if that's Jesse Campbell riding. I don't know who it was. Love you, Jesse. Here's one that says, oh, here the, the, the hostility continues, man. They're really nasty today. Keep it up. It's a lot more interesting than people, you know, kissing your ass. It says if you pick your horses like you pick the food you eat, you're in a lot of trouble. It's okay. The horses you bet on will be ground up in a couple of weeks anyway. For the taco, you're craving a Taco Bell. First of all, I don't eat tacos very often. I like burritos myself. You like tacos? I mean, I can, you know, they're okay. I like to mix it up. Yeah. Mix and match? Right. Oh, I like Laurel, the, uh, the Mexican melts race, now while we're talking. Third race at Laurel. I wonder if Dan from Maryland's at the track in Laurel today. I don't know who this announcer is. I don't know, and I don't care. Neither does anybody else. Don't get me started with too much of this horse racing stuff. It okay. says 10 minutes. What? 10 minutes. Said, I'm okay. just looking on the thing here. No problem. Now, let me look at the odds on the odds channel. Oh, my God. The second race the horse I picked is 19 to 1. The two horses, the heavy favorite, 7 to 5. That's the uh, shipper from Churchill Downs that hasn't raced in two months. That's dropping way down. My horse is 19 to 1. Your horse is 7 is the longest shot on the board at 50 to 1. Oh, my horse wow. just took a hit to 18 to 1. Wow. I guess this filly must be a real pig. The 2 is heavy chalk. Well, you remember what I always told you about the chalk? Never bet the chalk. That's right. I'm not saying the chalk doesn't win now and then, like about 30% of the time. Yeah, but it's not worth it. About 30, man. But that means that 70% of the time, the chalk bites the dust. John says, Neil, you said some things years ago, and I never forgot them. First was do no harm or DNH. This is probably the most important thing one can practice in life, and I've quoted it to my children over the years. Good job, John. The second thing you said years ago when referring to these critiques and criticized butt plugs, and that was you like what you like, and I like what I like. That's right. If you don't like Taco Bell, nobody's going to put a gun to your head and force you to go there. 
If you don't like the clam chowder at the Red Lobster here in town, don't come here. Stay the hell where you are. He says, obviously, these morons who email you and tell you what you're doing wrong with your life have no life of their own. I do have a poll suggestion for you, and that is, what drop-in makes you laugh out loud? My personal one is the Spanish Incredibly. and the old lady saying, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Makes me laugh every time. Have a great way. Oh, John Lakeworth. You too, John. He's a good guy. Been around a long time. Long time. Now, I think what we ought to do is do the break a little bit early. Yes. So we don't wind up. I mean, we've had that happen. Of course, right. today is just a dry run, you understand. We don't have anybody's... We're not betting 50 bucks for anybody. Oh, let's see. Mahatma Gandhi is back again about John Travolta's nanny being his lover. We had that story the other day, but it's not... You can't do it too often, okay? Because these are, the, these are the stories that the mainstream media and even some of the tabloids won't, uh, you know... Here's one that says, not so fast, Kim. Neil, you certainly started your meal deals before Fat Polly started picking it. Love you and a big kiss for George. Don't worry about it. It's a commercial thing, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's an, attempt, it's an attempt to, you know, stir it up, as Joe Rose likes to say. Stir it up. Paul Castronova hasn't had an original idea in his mind since he was a child, since he was an infant. And in lieu of original thoughts, he just makes crap up, like that time he met me at the Sawgrass. And he just makes up this whole story, which he never did meet me at the Sawgrass. I have seen the man once in my life at a Panthers hockey game at the old Miami Arena about 100 years ago. That's the only time I've ever met him in my life. Came over and, and kissed both of my cheeks. My God, I had to change underwear six times. Like that. Just like that. Wow. He'll be, he'll be doing that tomorrow. You'll see. Oh, Chinaman told me. Like that. Mahatma Gandhi says, don't know if it's pointed out already, but a few years ago there was a photo of John Travolta kissing a man as he boarded his jet. Yeah, that's the nanny. We talked about that the other day. Mm -hmm. Turns out that it's the same man in the photo as the nanny for the Travoltas. This could be a coincidence, but who knows? Travolta's spokespeople claim that John has the habit of kissing people in the mouth like that. He does it with everyone, they claim. Bullcrap. He's a Scientologist. Enough said. You fair. That's all you need to know, Mahatma. <laughs> Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. It's Friday, you bastard. Okay, two minutes to post time. We don't want to step on it, right? Okay, no. For the second race of Gulfstream. It's our pick-a-pony thing, and that's, that's what that um, idiot from Palm Beach was talking about. Because here's Larry. He says, what's wrong with these self-hating human beings? Every radio station now has meal deals. Maybe Joe Rose stole it from Paulie, too. That's right. Even Joe stole his big head from Paulie. How that's do you like right. that? I had a big BM this morning. You know where I got it from? Polly, because he's got plenty to spare. My horse is 11 to 1, got, got some action. Went down to 10, went back up to 11. Your horse, on the other hand, the 7, continues going up and up. Mm. 80 to 1, by far and away. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could make some money on this horse. Yeah, you bet 5 bucks <laughs> to win on that, and it comes in, and you get, uh, let's see, 400 bucks, 400 beans. So how have you been? Refried. Let, oh, geez. I, as long as I live, I'll never understand that. Oh, the two went up to three to one, and now taking the money is the five. Unaudible Jet. Unaudible Jet, who going six furlongs at Carter. Horse hasn't been out in seven months. And both of his starts puked his, her guts out. Puked badly at six furlongs. The first race was two furlongs. That's from where you're sitting to the wall and puked her guts out. Ducked in badly and puked, it says. Don't you love those comments where it says puked? 
Yeah. Uh, I'm, my horse is 12 to 1, yours is 80 to 1. And they're going in the gate. Up to come forward. Hickory Gray. Followed by first mandate. I think my horse will probably finish like turd, you know. And Dazzler. And the way the way it works, I was trying to explain it before, is um, some somebody we pick. Marilyn.com. We'll get a fifty dollar voucher and fifty bucks to win on the horse that I pick. Wham about to move in the in. second race at Gulfstream every Friday. And if the horse wins, they get the cash. If not, they get our best wishes. Right? Right. They get a date with Josh Cordes. Waiting for Untouchable Jet and Notorious Nancy. Untouchable Jet. What does that mean? Untouchable. I don't know. I was going to ask tut, you. Tut tut tut. Tut tut. It is now and post time. I wonder how Freddie Capicella's doing. They're, good, they're, good. they're off. One got away good. Yeah. Untouchable Jet broke well oh, no. and speeds out to the early lead. Right alongside is Dazzler. Notorious Nancy is out third in the far outside as they race down the backstretch. Moving through now is Garfield. Like I said, the, the, one the broke pace. These four away the best. Then it's Maramar fifth and now racing three and a half lengths off the lead. After that, Hickory Gray, my latest flame, is wham outside of them. Three lengths more to first mandate and four more to Truffula in the back. A 24 and one opening quarter as they the move up the back six, stretch. The seven is Untouchable another, another Gal track somewhere. And these two vie for early command. Dazzler is a length and a half behind them, running along third. Notorious Nancy is outside of Marimar. Then Hickory Gray, five lengths off the lead and down at the rail after a 48 flat half mile. Then comes Ms. Wham, who's got five and a half to make up as they head toward the three. Here comes the one goal. on the inside, Truffle making a little bit of a move. Round up to fourth. My latest flame. Now no chance. Eight to make up. No chance. And then comes first mandate. She's backing five up like a pig. Untouchable Jet shakes away from Garfilia. But here's a fresh challenge from Dazzler. And these two now come to the top of the stretch together. Three quarters Hickory in one, Gray, 14 and one. And Dazzler grabs the lead at the top oh, of the stretch. Oh, Jet tries to battle on from the rail. It's out of the And they're well line. clear of the others as Ms. Wham now takes third. It is Dazzler. And Untouchable Jet not done yet and now back in front. Untouchable Jet and Edgar Prado have recaptured the lead. And Untouchable Jet outgames Dazzler to the wire. Ms. Five. Wham was third and then Truffle Where's the seven? There's the seven. Just finished now. Like about seven seconds after the rest of the field. Well, I was nowhere neither were you. Oh, and the three is uh, pulling up. Ford Mandate. Poor baby. Oh, well. Pulling up. Oh, three was 70 to one. You were 99 to one. My horse went off 15 to one and ran like a million to one. Well, that's the way it's going to work, hopefully with a better mm -hmm. pick next week. That was bad. That was really bad. And of course, you picking that 80 zitty to one <laughs> shot. But that's you. You know, that's, that's the that story of your life. That's right. Good thing you're not going to be picking for the uh, for the cash. Oh, it's a damn good thing. Oh, and this guy with his uh, oh god, yeah, the fifty dollars is the fifty bucks is a gift certificate to Taco Bell. That's right. R R R R. Yeah, yuck yuck yuck. Well, we apologize, but nobody lost any money on that because we didn't. You know, this is just a dry run. And right. sorry to cast you over that we stole his uh, pick a pony deal. Plagiarist. And his restaurant deal, and all his other stuff, and, and his it, Toronto and weather forecast. And his Chinaman, and all of these things. How do you think Kabubba's going to do against uh, Paulie? I don't know. I, think, I mean, Ron and Ron didn't really do much in this market, did they? They actually did all right. If you did recall. they do okay? Remember, they were fired, and then the uh, the book came out, and they were number one, and all that. Really? Yep. They were number one. I think that's what happened. 
And how did we do in that book? Uh, better than number one. Yeah, that was during the Paxson days yeah. when we actually had mm -hmm. numbers. Right. In this crap about Bubba's got a four share. Four share in what? Retardos? We used to do like eight and nine shares. Mm -hmm. But that's back in the day when we you know, worked on a real radio station with real management and could actually do a real show. Oh, don't be blaming anybody else. Oh, this poor guy. Oh, my God. Has he got the, how many F-words has he got in here? Love your show, Neil. And for those who don't like what you say or do, how you live your life, tell them to get an effing, see, there we go, an effing life. Always got to drop in an F-bomb. Keep up the good work and F South Florida. Stuck in South Florida, help me, I'm dying over here, says Pooh Burr. Poor baby. 1199, the next vote on the survey, by the way, gets 1200. I don't think we have that many people listening anymore, did you? No. We don't. Because a whole bunch of those said they never listen. You forgot about that, didn't you? I never did. Well, it is a Friday, you know. We got the Big O coming along at 2. Mad Dog at Shula's at 4. And then after that, take a uh, ball-peen hammer. I feel bad for that DA guy, you know, because you he's, said he's a pretty good guy. He's a very nice guy, yes. And he came, well, he was out of work at the time. If he would have left another job to come here, I think, I think you know, it ought to be, uh, murder ought to be legalized. He ought to be allowed to go somewhere. 441 to the gun shop, get a big blunderbuss, and just come in and blow Jolly Joe's fat ass away. But he was unemployed at the time. So he took a flyer on it, as they say. Look at that. It's only a nice, toasty minus 8. What's not to like? And it's not even going to snow over the weekend. They changed the forecast. That whole big system that's coming in this way, it's going south of Lake Erie. How do you like that? Pauly. There's a little information for you for your show on Monday morning, Pauly. The Toronto weather. Didn't snow over the weekend. And minus 8. What's minus 8? Like about 20? And it's sunny, though. It's sunny in 20. You're absolutely Speed. right. What? 20. Is it really? That yes. was just a guess. I, I'm not, I don't know. Uh, I mean, minus really one, good I know job. it was like 30. What? You do a really good job. Uh, you do better than that than you do with the uh, song dates, actually. Than I do with the what? The song dates. When we play a song and you guess the date, you're only ever like one degree off when you do the temperatures, if you are off. Are you being my yes man again? Is that what you are? Huh? Yes. No. 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 It's really funny anybody would say that, because I can think of very few people I've ever known in my life more contrary than George. That's right. George is contrary just for the hell of it. No, I'm not. <laughs> Dan says, I don't know if you covered this already. I'm sorry for being ponderous. But the moron calling the game last night said that if you spend just five minutes with Tim Tebow, your life is better for it. I mean, is he freaking serious? Is he serial? I think he not only be. would my life not be better for it, but my acute hostility for Gator Nation would be reaffirmed, and I'd also be reminded of the blind stupidity of people who claim that God is the reason for their success. What a joke. Every single people that strokes his pole is pathetically ignorant, which is why I love you, Neil. Smooches his speaks. How do you like that? Here's a guy that's not a Tim Tebow sycophant. Boy, is he ugly to have a hot chick like that. Goes to show you, you know, your anti-sports anti thing, your anti um, Spectator sports. Of course, you believe in playing it. Now, don't you wish you could play it? Play what? Sports, like football. I play whatever I want to play continuously. And then you could like have some hot chick like Tim Tebow's uh, girlfriend. With those big, enormous, gigantic, humongous, unbelievable globes. 
Yeah, they changed the little forecast. It's going to be minus 7 tomorrow, minus 5, and partly sunny on Sunday. What's not to like? Snow Monday and Tuesday, though. And then bitter cold. Really cold. Oh, this Tim Tebow guy's back. Yeah, Tim Tebow counted to infinity twice. We don't care. Take your Tim Tebow fetish and stick it. Oh, my God. What is with these people? And what is the big Timmis with him? Until that game last night, most of these people uh, didn't give two schmitz about him, you know what? But now he now he's their conduit to heaven. Don't you think? Yep. And if you're really lucky, we'll give you a trip to the Philippines so you can circumcise little boys like Tim. Oh, I can't believe it. I was in the other room. Oh, damn it. It's Dave in Miami town. At 560-WQAM. And you want to know why I was in the other room? Why? Because this break ends uh, like 30 seconds early. Oh, well, in that case, we better pad. We better fill. Pad what? Pad your bra. Here's the good news, though. 1,204 votes on the poll. Okay. You're not impressed? Uh, Eat your heart out, Tubby. That's without Chris Whalen. I think Chris maybe was an impediment on the poll. Maybe he was drawing it back. I'm just saying that so to make myself feel better about the fact they screwed us over with that. Mm-hmm. Thanks for screwing us over, Jolly Joe. Have a really brutal weekend. Once there was a senator who was caught indulging a habit. You fairy. Who got wrong, not much different like a typical neocon faggot. Absolutely. He wants a man to screw.